Hello and welcome to Reckless Moves, a D&D podcast with a bunch of idiots that have a lot of fun playing D&D 5th edition online. And we have an amazing cast. We have Talfeth Truestorm, a Dorvan Paladin. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> we have Twig, well, Birch Twig Twigglesby, a halfling rogue. Hey, I got my senpai back. I'm so happy. With the return of the dragonborn sorcerer, Mark Whale, with his soul intact. Hey, guys. All right. How we doing? Welcome back. Bryn Abilly, an elven ranger. Ah, vengeance feels so good. We have Zilpip, a satyr warlock. Um, I have my blast ready. <laughs> Crispin Ember Fury. A Fire Genesee Barbarian. Loving my new sword. And, uh, oh yes, has a, a, a dangerous sentient weapon, which is deadly. It's called Dad Jokes. I mean, Black Frost. Um, and uh, last but not least, Serial Ashgarden, who I will try to do justice with, who uh, will be rejoining us soon. Uh, yeah, um, I can talk to the dead. Now, moving on, I'd like to say, um, before we get started, I do kind of have my usual question for you guys. Um, how many halfling rogues does it take change a, to, to change a light bulb? I don't know. Mm. Why would you trust a halfling rogue with your light bulb? <laughs> oh my gosh, I was just about to say that. Never, ever, ever. I'd be like, Twig, why would I ever trust you to change a light bulb? But my question so. is, I got a question though. What's a light bulb? Uh, okay, change yeah. it. It's, it's a light spell, I should have said. Oh, okay. Yeah, your, your light your, or your candle. <laughs> the everlasting candle. Yeah. Keeping, it oh. Keeping it real in the fantasy world. That's, uh, that's uh, <laughs> So, in our last episode, we had the uh, a quite an epic battle. It was the fight for Mark Whale's soul. Um, the evil Suladani had uh, arranged for the soul capture in a soul cage of Mark Whale, uh, who died in a battle over the hill giant fortress in, in another plane. The, the uh, his Mark Whale's mother, Biamura, having um, taken the uh, body of Mark Whale and put it into a, a bag of holding, basically, um, has returned. The party had an epic battle. Um, it went far easier than I anticipated as the dungeon master, which is going to cause some adjustment in the future. But <laughs> the Brimthes, Banan, and Shultia were defeated, um, thus having Bryn Abilly exact revenge for the uh, kidnapping of her sisters years ago um, by the Brimthes. Yeah. Um, and Suladani the evil uh, wizard has been, all of them have been slain, including their entourage. So where we left it last episode, Biamura in the shape, in her human shape came back, Mark Whale, she opened the soul cage, Mark Whale came back to life and revealed that in the soul cage, he had been interrogated um, and basically it's kind of think of it as a zone of truth that's permanent. And also within the soul cage, the 
the Inquisitor, who was Suladani, you learned, um, learned everything that ever happened, saw everything that ever happened in, in his life through his eyes up until the time he died. So uh, what you don't know is if Suladani shared that with anyone, you have learned of a, another name, um, perhaps being interrogated at this point through a um, Speak to the Dead, and we return with our, our episode tonight. Uh, so, party, um, what uh, what do you do? You are you have basically just completed this combat. The body, Markwell, just came back to life at the end of our last episode, and so um, yeah, what's next? I go over and I grab the rings. Because I need to complete my collection. What was that you said, Marquail, about they know about Arnanum? What does that mean? I don't know. Someone who was interrogating me just forced me to tell them about Arnanum and where it is. I don't know who it was, but they saw everything I've been through. Uh, you know what, uh, it's not, I, I would, I want to um, amend that. They know everything Marquail knew in his life up until the time he died. Okay. They saw everything he saw through his eyes up until the time he died. So Bryn, you may want to message your dad and let, let him know that uh, there's been- And Iron Delve and yours yes. and your winery and- No, Marquail did not see my winery. Marquail was dead before that. Oh, okay. That's true. That's yeah. true. So, but Marquail was in. You have to. You have to go back to remember. To listen to every episode. To, to I know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Three hundred hours. <laughs> Let me go back about fifty hours, or my notes, whichever comes first. <laughs> so I think the notes is probably the better way. We but yeah, some messaging to verify and let people know that there was. Yeah. Been well, absolutely, but um, maybe we should get. Uh, do we feel like we're safe here? There's a couple other doors, you know, around. And if well, you we, haven't explored we've those. Always thought that Suladani was the um, end all do all head honcho here, but obviously there's somebody else. Well, you got that really evil altar that was down to the south. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, we, we could always check that out. You want to go check that out? No, I don't we really want to touch it. that. You know, so in that, this we room, have bad feelings about that. Serial <laughs> uh, speaks up. Um, maybe we should deal with like the, the body here instead of, you know, going off and in, in figuring out traps and exploring. Like we have dead bodies we can talk to here. We're in a here. safe place. Yeah. Like, well, maybe we should talk to Suladani and figure out what the hell she knows. I mean, we can cast Zone of Truth and she'll automatically fail. Up to you guys. I mean, is that a teleportation circle on they see on the map? No, that's an icon I use for observer. Oh, okay. Well, I think we should definitely speak to the dead. Yeah, go for it, Sario. Try and do it without uh, pulling my underwear up. You want me to cast Sound of Truth first? <clears throat> um, yeah. Actually, let's uh, 
Okay. Um. Uh, I don't know where that spell is. You said that Suladani was a wizard. Oh, I did. Can I can I go over and find her spellbook? Um, you can certainly investigate and look if it's here. If it's here. Well, she is casting spells, so I'm sure she's got it on her. It's possible. Let you haven't searched see. yet, so I'm just fixing something here. Oh, there we go. Uh, Twig is just looking through doors. He's not walking in anywhere. Uh huh. I, I'm poking. If you're if you're through doors, then uh, no, I'm not going through any doors. Thank you very much. I'm just walking. Oh, I I'm gonna fix this token and actually, uh, it should say DM on it now. That that observer token. All right. So my investigation was a twenty-two. A twenty-two. Um, oh, I I, I want to poke around her body to see if she's got her. Uh, oh, let me walk over to her. If she's got her spell book on her, um, and then I also she want did, she to... doesn't have her spell book on her, um, but uh, she does have an item in her robes. Um, it is a uh, like a a rod with a flanged head. Um, in her uh, basically leaning on her like she where she died she was kind of covering it up but it's actually was leaning on the side of her throne oh, okay um, I, I'm just gonna take it <laughs> I figure we can identify it later Okay. Um, and then I would like to also look at um, Bainan and Shultia and see if they have anything of value while I take their rings off. Um they don't here, no. Like there's no they they don't appear to have like pouches or anything in their pockets. And the, matter of fact, Suladani had no items on her okay. um except for covering up that that rod. So I'm gonna tell everybody, hey, um you know, other than this rod here, which I'm gonna put in the bag of holding for now, um they don't have anything on them, so obviously, like... You want me to identify that rod? Hey, yeah. That'd be cool. I pull it back out. Yeah, okay. I'm going to have other take stuff, out like, my wand stored wand away. The adventurer, and I identify it at will. Oh, nice. Um, you, you see... Oh. Uh, um, you see... Uh, that it is a rod of alertness. It is a very rare item. It does require attunement. Don't they um, sell that on the internet? Rod of alertness? What? Well, I see alert rod ads all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on. While holding the rod, you have advantage on wisdom checks and rolls for initiative. I don't think you really do. Spells while holding the rod. You can use it as an action to cast. Detect the good, detect magic, detect poison disease, or see invisibility. And there is a protective aura, which didn't do them much good, actually, um, as it turned out. Like, it didn't turn the battle. However, 
they were a little tougher sometimes than you thought because as an action, you can plant the half end of the rod in the ground whereupon it sheds bright light for an additional 60 feet. While in that light, 60 feet, you and the creature friendly to you gains a plus one bonus to AC and saving throws and can sense the location of any invisible hostile creature. Interesting. I'm surprised I didn't have that in active when I threw a fireball at him. Well, <laughs> I think the fireball was a su the, the surprise, mm -hmm. um, right? Because yep. the door opened and kablam, um, and then mm -hmm. it was on. So uh, there was no point at that point in taking an action to do that. Yeah. Um, nonetheless, you have a rod of alertness. Sweet. Cool. I am going to go ahead and put that in the bag of holding. We can figure out who sure. will best fit later. Um, now, but yeah, guys, so these guys don't have anything. So they obviously weren't staying here. I'm sure they have maybe more information about who they're talking to, wherever their stuff is. But I'm thinking maybe let's talk to Suladani and try there's to interrogate no her. There's no stones. There's no nothing. No, there's, yeah, we there's no pouch. Not here. Yeah, so there's no pouches, no nothing. So let's talk to her. Because they said that Carver's Pit was supposed to be their new headquarters, right? And yeah. remember the other place, they had a ton of stuff there. So yes, they might have learned a lesson one. by being defeated and having all that stuff looted. <laughs> Maybe. So <laughs> knowing that not to keep all the eggs in one basket. <laughs> not not in order not to metagame, but you guys you know that she has in her spell entourage the whole person changed everything, but she had you know, time stop and teleport, and neither of those could go off during hold person, and then she died before she could get out of that. That was that was the game changer. Um, I wonder who did that. It was shocking that it worked because <laughs> um, she has advantage, and well, she'd already she already she had a. Um, I mean, she's dead, so it doesn't matter. But she had the ability to. Uh, succeed on one saving throw if she would normally fail. But it already used that. Oh, nice. It was just meant to be. That's all. It was meant to be. <laughs> um, so yeah, what do you guys think? Um, we get five questions with Speak to the Dead, right? Yes, that's correct. Um, so I'll, I'll let you, you know, um, I usually ask the questions, but does he have to, does Serial have to ask yeah, the questions? I think so. Serial has to ask. No, I don't think so, because we had other people ask before. Can we ask who does her interior decoration? I love this place. I just love what loves her. She did it. Gorgeous. Oh. Um, it does not say oh it does not say that the caster has to um uh it must still have a mouth and can't be undead, so you can't do this to the undead. <coughs> um so what are you gonna ask? So we need to ask, what is her end game, essentially? Like, what is her plan for Arnonum? What is her plan for Iron Delve? Like, we need to find out what her end game is. What's the point of all of this? Well, you know, I think it should be who is your boss? Like, who do I you think report that to? Be another one. 
Um, well, if I had my notes handy, I don't have them handy, but um, there was a uh, another name that we got as a as at the top of that uh, org chart. You suddenly got a little quieter, Mark. Um, there was a name at, on the org chart at the top. Um, I can't remember. It was um, well, a history know. check. Yeah, I wonder a history. Or check. does anyone else remember? Um, so I have written down Manila Khan. Yeah, Manila, Manila Khan. So we Ka. can. K A. Not Khan. Manila Khan. <laughs> that would have been good in retrospect, but it's not. <laughs> and her sister Shaka. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and if you Shaka call her name, if you call it, if you call her name three times, she appears. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan, everybody, everybody. <laughs> Bam, and Shaka Khan appears. <laughs> Say her name three times, that's right. It's the end game, oh my goodness. <laughs> Shaka Khan is the big bad. <laughs> oh my God, that has to be the and name she, of our and last she, and she feels And she feels for you, but she's, mm-hmm. you know. But there ain't nobody. Yeah. <laughs> but she's the, she's every woman. <laughs> yeah, she's a corporal. She's nobody. <laughs> Ain't nobody. Anyway, right. what questions are you so asking? So, who do you report to? Do you want to ask who Manila Ka is? Oh. We could ask that. Uh, yeah. It says well, associated with Suladani and that. Where Manila Ka is based out of, because, I mean, maybe... Maybe. What if we ask what connection Manila Ka has with uh, um, uh, Demon Guy? <laughs> with Demon Guy. Notes. <laughs> hold, Brown please. Hold, hold, please. You mean, are you talking about Tarnham the Baylor? Yes, there we go. <laughs> so, yeah. so and many. the father of a Sararak? Yeah, that. Yeah, I think you guys would remember that. After level 16 and 75 episodes. Tarnham is, you know, if I was a warlock, he'd be my patron. But... Tar- Tarnham, yeah. I mean, we could ask the connection between them because we've been told that there is a some kind of connection between these two entities. At the mention of Tarnham's name, uh, Twig's ears perk up and he moves a little closer just to listen in. Yeah, hi, t- hi, Twig. We need to find out why they're so interested in finding out where, how to get to your folks, essentially, Bren, how to get to your kingdom. That's true. Um, okay, so hold on. You can ask if they need any boats. <laughs> boats and hoes. <laughs> Zilpip, the boat maker. Who, who's, who's the hose then? Shh, Mike, he's still on the call. Oh, okay. So, um, do I have the decanter of endless water? <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna uh, water? What are you gonna do? Waterboard the dead? No, that's for the hose. Oh, oh, and wow. Oh, that hit hard. My that was God. that was that was bad. That was awesome. Major psychic damage. Ouch. Oh. Okay. That, that was a critical <laughs> critical dad joke. <laughs> you, you critted your dad joke. 
So in that case, is it a natural one or a natural 20? I got to know. Natural 20. <laughs> uh, that, was a, that was a critical hit, I think. Um, anyway, um, so who's asking the questions? Um, how about Maybe you, we should let Mark Quayle ask the questions. I was going to say, who's the most charismatic out of her? That would be like, no, front turnaround is fair play. Yeah, they did. She did interrogate you, Mark Whale. But you guys have to debate. What do you? What do you? What do you guys think you should ask them? You got five questions, and you've got uh, how long do you have to do this? Ten minutes. You've got ten minutes, and I'm putting a timer on. Well, we haven't cast it yet. We're still debating. Okay. All right. Question number one. Are you casting it? No, 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 no. We're just no, talking about what our questions are. Um, so it has to be about Manila Ka, whatever it is. So I, I wrote you. down. Um, uh, you know Mark Quayle? Do anything you, you want to know? Uh, I don't know. It's all of these questions are pretty much all the things I wanted to know. I gotta say, it's it's very reassuring to know that you know I was I was half expecting Marquel to come back, you know. Hey, hey, mom. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds just as, he just as nerdy as he ever did. I love oh, when I was dead. <laughs> Every time he's come back, it's been like, hey, hey guys. <laughs> Pretty soon he's be like, hey. <laughs> He does I'm, sound. He does sound different. A little just, deeper. A little deeper voice. Just, just so call, the question. Just call me Mark. <laughs> I'm not. I'm I'd not Mark like, Quayle I'd like anymore. Know, I'd like to know where they keep targeting Mark Quayle. Yes. Oh, that's. Yes. I mean, he's been, he's been kidnapped. He's been tortured. He's been put in jail. They killed him. They stole his soul. They interrogated his soul. What's? How like, are we going to phrase? Why it? is this happening? Yeah. Why is Mark Quayle? so special so important to your so organization important. yeah why is why yeah what makes him like such that. a valuable target ah valuable target what makes him so so valuable? i have um who do you report to who is mm -hmm. manila ka what is your connection to tarnum what do you want with the information about Arnanum, and I or, or or what are you going to do? Arnanum, no, and I, I'm trying to think because like if you go, well, what are you going to do with that information? What, what are you, you planning to like, do, Arnanum? What are you planning to do in Arnanum? Or or Arndell? Yeah. Or, um, or maybe what are you planning to do? Or Debia? You got from Mark Quayle. There you go. We could do that. What are you planning? Oh. Oh, that's a. Well, see. I'm trying to think like Suladani. She could just be like, oh, I'm planning on telling my superiors. So yeah. what is your... What is your ultimate goal with the information you got from Mark Quayle? But then that could that could be very... Can we say, tell us your ultimate goal? What is your... Tell us your plan. Organization's goal? Yeah. It's not just her goal. It's the organization's goal. But, yeah. but, but, but... They've already asked us that. I mean, we asked that. They want to rule Greyhawk. We yeah. know. Uh, yeah. Like, let's not ask questions we already know the answers to. 
That's not very good for Sarah's voice, is it? <laughs> um, well, um, we, hey, hey, I, don't, y'all. I, I don't think, <laughs> I, I don't think we should like ask questions. We already know the answers to, hmm. Hey guys. Um, I was thinking, um, maybe we should ask what we could do to stop them. I mean, who is the linchpin? Who is the linchpin in the plan? I mean, if if they, they would know their own weaknesses, wouldn't they? Yeah, I like that. Who's the linchpin in their plan, where everything falls apart if that person is dead? Yeah, because I know that you know when we build when we build our boats, if we if we're not careful, there's one spot in particular. If it gets hit, the whole boat falls apart. And, and your um, plan to rule Greyhawk. And then, and so if we find out what that one spot is in their plan, maybe it'll fall apart. All right. So I have who do you report to? Who so, is Manila Ka? What is your connection to Tarnum? Who is the linchpin in your plan to rule Greyhawk? And why do you keep, or why is Marquel such a valuable target to your organization? That's brilliant. Okay. You, you say who is the linchpin or what is it? What is the linchpin? <clears throat> what is the. I would say what because it may be a, like uh, a, a town or something. Okay. And probably the city of Greyhawk, some, somebody there, but we'll, we'll find out. Would linchpin and biggest weakness be the same? No. Okay. Probably not. Lin- linchpin is basically the keyhole, the key to the, you know. Right. Entire. Well, it's just it'd be the same thing as the Achilles heel. Or, hey, you know, what is, what is just, Zilfip's voice just changed. Yeah. <gasps> you know what? Um, sorry. <laughs> it's, um, he, get, he gets emotional when he talks about boats. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm trying to act a little tough. It's hard, but um, you know what? I so so if, if there was a, such a thing so as so Zilpip, do you have any? We're talking about interrogating with speak to the dead Suladani, and want to read the questions, Bren? To get yeah, any suggestions. Uh, so who do you report to? Who is Manila Ka? What is your connection to Tarnum? Um, what is the linchpin in your plan to rule Greyhawk? And what is the reason Marquail is such a valuable target for your organization? Your organization. What do you guys think? Think those are good? Yeah. Questions? So Those seem we? like good questions to me. Who's uh who's gonna ask these questions? Am I assuming it's gonna Ren, be I me think since I wrote them down? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you're the best one, Brent. Yeah, you, you, you. you know, I probably should have given myself higher charisma. <laughs> well, you could always pass it to Marquail. <laughs> It's not a charisma-based thing. Just that, just to just to explain, like 
they okay. they basically have to I mean, they have to tell the truth. They don't have to. Yeah, she automatically fails um, Son of Truth. So it, it's, answers, it says in the Speak to the Dead, answers usually brief, cryptic, or repetitive, and the corpse is under no compulsion to offer a truthful answer if you're hostile to it or if it recognizes you as an enemy. However, um, because there's no technical complication to that Zone of Truth, if the dead the dead fail um then that would apply all right so the, actually, I, I i i spent a lot of time reading it there's nothing to to, <laughs> to prevent that so all right well, well i mean it's almost like we've done this before exactly once or twice or like mm. 80 times <laughs> yeah this yeah. has been this has been a lot of times you kill killed before interrogating interrogating them afterward <laughs> At, so at, much as, easier. As Bryn remembers cleaning blood out of the bag of holding. <laughs> That's right. How, how many heads have we had in this pocket? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, do you have a head it's pocket normal. in your bag of holding? I, I'm. I, that's what I imagine. This is just my pocket. It's lined with saran wrap or like foil or something. So it doesn't yeah. Have- I have like a burlap sack. <laughs> it's lined with sheep's gut because that's the time period. Yeah, just, I mean, every time you open the bag, it only does 10 minutes of decomp. So like... I mean, we've taken heads out, you know. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so are you asking the, the question? the stairs, can I say heads will work? So, um, all right, I'll, I'll cast it. You ask the questions. Well, uh, let's do Zone of Truth first. Okay, so. Oh yeah. Um, you like my sound of truth? Yeah, that sound effect was great. <laughs> All right, so. Um, Is it a charisma oh, saving for zone of truth? Um, that's a great question. Let me pull it up. <laughs> Tal theft. Tal theft. Oh, zone of <laughs> truth. Zone of truth. Is it a um, charisma saving or a wisdom? Charisma DC fourteen. Okay. All right, you charisma. Oh my gosh, I actually passed. <laughs> hey, how about everybody else? Twenty nine. Oh, I'd bad. say you passed. <laughs> it's wisdom, right? Uh, charisma. Oh, oh charisma. charisma failed. Oh boy. Seventeen. That's fifteen. Rig backs away slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Serial failed badly. Serial's um, <laughs> charisma minus one, so I get rolled a two. Nice job, Serial. Um, okay, so um, well, do you want me to do you want me to cast the speak to the dead now? Are we ready? Yes. yes. All right. Ready. So um, the body, the eyes open. They are shock black um but the eyes open and the mouth open uh. who do you report to uh. <laughs> oh, I, I re- everyone reports to manelica
Where can we find Manila Ka? I don't know. He doesn't tell me. He comes to me in my head. I feel free, though. It's strange. Um, Said the dead person. <laughs> I know. I'm like, creepy. okay, just to, just to <laughs> reiterate, you're talking to a dead person. <clears throat> so maybe free from whatever that is. So what is the organization's connection to Tarnum? To bring control over all Greyhawk and let Tarnham come from his dominion to ours to rule. What? is the linchpin in your organization's plan to rule Greyhawk. I don't understand what a linchpin is in this context. What? Really? It's, it's a super vague question. What is, what is a linchpin to your organization? It's not a, she answered, like, doesn't understand the question. What is the reason Marquell is such a valuable target for your organization? He is a threat to Manelika, Tarnham, and Aserak. He is a threat. Does not know it. We need him dead. Or he comes to power. That's five, right? That's five questions. <laughs> so that's the last you can ask of Suladani for uh, 10 days. Oh, it's 10 days? Okay. I was wondering, I was like, is this forever? Or is this like, can we do this again? <laughs> can we save her? <laughs> hey, did you do gentle repose on her? Um, No, but I can. <laughs> All right. That would right. be All a good right. idea. Uh, yes. And I, then I, put I would, her in the sheepskin I would remember that. Pocket. I would remember that. We and should so, talk to your or Bainan. Uh, so, Serial uh, cast gentle repose on Suladani's body. So, Biamura, what what is she talking about coming to power for Marquell? I I honestly don't understand that. I I I mean, he's my son. He's grown in power. He's I don't know. Maybe they're afraid he'll kill someone. I don't know. Or they have a maybe there's a a portend or a, a vision? An evil portent? Oh my gosh. I hate those evil portents. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a, 
I don't know. Maybe they have a belief or... I know that there's been some people that can see the future. I just... I'm not one of them. I've never heard of... Like, son, do you have any idea what she's talking about? No, that's... What nonsense about ruling? I don't want the rule. Yeah, I mean, are you talking about the Bia? Like, you're you're not even you're not even a political. You're not even like you've never expressed interest in. I mean, in uh, <laughs> you're even groomed as possibly being like an instructor when you're more powerful. But that was a long time ago. I don't understand this. But you have, I mean, they've been definitely targeting you for a while. I don't know. I think we need to talk to Malama. He's the one who brought it, brought up the possibility that Marquale is more than we all think he is. But I'm not going to call good, him. Good uh, history check there. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's the only one that ever mentioned this other than Suladani right now. Yeah. I need to, uh, we, we, when, when we get out of here, wherever we go, I'm going to call him from there. Not now though. Do we want to talk wanna, to one of the, oh. He'll want to know where to, where to meet us. And I know we're not going to be here long, so I'll shut up now. You go ahead and tell us. I'm wondering if the Brimthies know where all of their stuff is hidden or know more information. That might have been a good question to ask Suladani where, where her court is, but you didn't. <laughs> well, well technically, some, someone else might have to ask the Burnt these questions because I would probably waste them on other questions that have nothing to do with anything. I mean, I'm going to say that you you can. I mean, you can ask as many questions of the dead as you can, but you can ask one. You can only do one every 10 days and it has a chance of failing after that. Right? Like this is kind of a one-time shot. Okay. So what do the rest of you guys think? Should we talk to one or both of the Brimstays? Well, I for one would like to explore this area for a little bit and then maybe that might bring up some more questions. Hmm. You know, if we discover something that we have a question about, we would discover it first and then have the question ready. Uh, Sario, why don't you um, gentle repose these asshole, uh, these guys, <laughs> and uh, um, that way we won't have to worry about that. I think that's a. Uh, I think it's a cantrip. It's it's a, a spare the dying. Oh no, that's not it. It's a. She's got the gentle repose. Gentle repose. That That's right. It doesn't uh, decay. It's okay. I can do this two more times, and that's it. Or I can. I guess I can upcast it. So gentle repose on Suladani, Beta Brimthi, and Shultia Brimthi. Okay. <sighs> you know, I hope we don't have to fight again because I am really out of out of resources. Do well, we want to just take their heads with us? 
I think that's a good idea. We'll just take their heads yeah. and then we can talk to them anytime we want over the next 10 days, I think. And then we can just uh, <clears throat> continue to make sure this place is safe. It's not probably a good safe to just hang out right now. Um, I... All right. Do we always have to cut off their heads and like destroy the dead bodies? I mean, they're enemies, but still. Well, it makes yes. it easier to carry. Yeah, I, mean, I can't just stick the entire body in the bag. It's yeah. like travel. It, 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 it makes them travel size. And Twig it's... sticks his eye ahead. Okay, who's doing fingers. it? Twig sticks his fingers in the eyes and lifts it up like a bowling ball. <laughs> it's so easy to carry this way. <laughs> um, I think Crispin. Yeah, I can just chop the heads <laughs> just off. Just chop the heads off. I'll just chop the heads um, off. I, there's no check needed. I mean, come on. Whack, whack. <laughs> with it's no, like with, whack-a-mole. With, with no remorse whatsoever, he just walks up and goes, clonk, and Black Frost is uh, quite pleased at this behavior. Oh, I like this. Uh, uh, it doesn't give us power, but it's fun. Definitely agree. Her new sword's a little bloodthirsty. Uh, does he say that out loud so the rest of us can hear? No, no. The no? Voice, oh, just, okay. just to, uh, just to Crispin. Sorry, I can talk oh. back to him without talking to everybody else too, right? Um, that's a great question. I don't think it states explicitly. <laughs> yeah, you have, a, you, have, you have a psychic connection, I guess. But uh, I mean, let's I just say to that he like speaks out loud so everyone can hear. Okay. I, I like is. him for just like standing there. All of a sudden, he's like, "I agree." Like. <laughs> We're like, <laughs> what, what do you? What yeah, do you that's right. With? I did say that unless I, unless the, the weapon is speaking to everyone, unless I specify. That's how we said that yeah. before. So yeah, we said that to everyone. I like this new, I like this new uh, chopping the heads off. This is, this is fun. Can we do more? Uh, oh, definitely. Let's do, do them you, all. You're so I was gonna say I will de de decapitate all all of the heads because you never know what the guards might know. Are you uh, back okay? Off a so bit, we're uh, literally taking will, everything I, with us. Okay. No, I no, will say that you're I'm not, not. I'm not taking heads. No, I have. I have the bag of holding. So <laughs> I put three heads. In I will the bag say of that holding. with a history check of one or more, you're going to realize that the the peons don't know crap. <laughs> they're just they're peons. If they don't, uh, here's another way to say it. If they don't have a name. <laughs> They don't know anything. <laughs> oh, shit. Like the Drow Inquisitor probably doesn't know anything, but Bane and Brimthy might. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are you guys doing? Oh, someone opened this door to the guys. south because the door to the south is open because um, you had, uh, that's right, you had uh, someone had opened that door and you actually look in there and you see a bedroom. Um, I will be happy to let Crispin go first. Or <laughs> yeah, I'll go first. I'll, I'll make sure that there's nobody in there. Well, Bryn walked in, and you, Bryn, you just see a bedroom. There is a, there are, um, a couple tokens or something on the nightstand. There is a desk with some with th uh, three books. There are some. A chest of drawers across, and there are two chests in this room. Before we touch anything, can somebody detect magic? I don't want to touch these tokens, and it turns out it's going to transport me to God knows where. Yeah. I've heard it's nice. This time well, I can do detect good and evil. Uh, can, can you turn up your mic, magic. please, Zach? Yeah. 
So I could detect good or evil, but I can't. Or I could locate Ariel objects. can detect magic. I don't know about uh, Zilpip. If you if you give me ten minutes, I can detect magic. Are you sure you you don't need time to rest? I mean, you did just get back into your body. I I I mean, it's a first level spell. I can um I can just cast it. We're not we're gonna. I hope we don't have a fight. So Serial can right. detect magic as a not a ritual, just cast it. Um and points out that there is a. There are magic coming from those two, um, like baubles. There is magic coming from one of the books on the desk. Um, there's no magic coming from that little bag next to the. There, so, sorry, let me describe the room that these guys are in there for the podcast. There's a a huge bed. It actually is a double. It's a it's a queen with two pillows. So that's unusual. Um, there are two chests. There are three chests of drawers with no magic coming from that. But there's magic coming from book from those baubles and magic coming from the chest um, on the southeast corner. That's all that. Um, and they're. Uh, I'll tell you the type of magic, actually, because he would know. Okay, um, it is, uh, they're both evocation magic. Um, and the one in the, um, the chest. The yeah. Is transformation. And there's a, a, I would just say evocation for the, for the one, uh, uh, the book. You want me to check for traps with my mage hand? Um, check that chest in the corner. Uh, Crispin, you remember that other chest that started jumping at us? Do you want everybody yep. to back out of this room and, you know, that way? Well, Talfeth, you, you need to be up front, buddy. You're, you're pretty tough. <laughs> You see Talpa, you're like, oh, I'll take a step back. Yeah, All right. <laughs> yeah, Talpa has a strange uh, fear of, of, of animated chess. So I use my <laughs> mage hand and uh, check the chest first for, for traps. I'm not over here. <clears throat> um, what was your roll? Oh, I yeah, I didn't do my roll yet. Uh, that would be investigation. The reason I have the DM token there, by the way, is I'm testing something for a possible recording later. Just FYI. Mm. To the player. That's a 25. I mean, um, okay, so as you, um, you're detecting traps, correct? Yeah, I'm checking it for traps. There, there, no tra there is no trap on that chest. Um, and I uh, will try to see if it's locked um it is locked then i will attempt to open the lock uh, a twig just in case you die 
could you um identify these little bubbles over here with your <laughs> wand before you die before i die okay <laughs> yeah you know what i'll i'll uh i will uh cast identify at will on the two bubbles okay um they are uh enchanted items um and uh you see that this one is a a it look they both look like little round objects one of them is an item that let's is called freezing sphere it's a it has a freezing sphere spell in it and one is a globe of vulnerability they are they are uh, custom items they allow you to use those spells once per day um while holding the spear they are not attunement um because the, it's a think of it like a ring of spell storing but it's a one-time use these globes i think we should give those to mark quail globe of invulnerability and and freezing sphere globes i'll add i'll add them to your uh it's a custom item in D&D Beyond. Okay. And um, you know what? I, I got to say the twig, when he uses this wand, adventurer's wand, he kind of he kind of feels a little bit like Tinkerbell. And he, he, puts, <laughs> he puts his toes together. And goes, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Only if you stick your butt out, too. Yeah, I have to. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you make that sound too. <laughs> it's full of funny sounds. What can I say? So now that I've done my duty with uh, the wand, I will go ahead and uh, attempt to uh, unlock this chest. Uh, roll your uh, roll your. Uh, That's a twenty. Of hand. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't a sophisticated lock, but it was a little tough. But with 28, you, you find uh, that with a little bit of adjustment, it actually had four tumblers. And you're able to, in about three minutes, pick that lock. Okay, and I use my mage hand to flip open the top. And the top is open. <laughs> okay, Talfith, Crispin, this is your part of the job. I'm, I'm going to look inside. I'm done. I'll go look inside. Okay. Um, you, uh, I want you to roll a D100. Since you're the one looking inside. I rolled an 89. Nice. An 89, okay. Nice. An 89? Oh. The suspense. You're killing me. You're <laughs> killing me. Is it another wish ring? I hope it's another wish ring. It is not. Um, I have to think for a second. Talk amongst yourselves. You know what? I love our DM. I think he's such a generous, <laughs> shut, kind, shut, That's not going to help. Person. <laughs> I was waiting not... for him to be like, I'll give you a Zwapik. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Um, Zilpip, neither Zil nor Pip. Yeah, Z Z we need Zilpip and, and Marquella to have a conversation. We we and uh, the who are you? Who are you? 
Oh, what the hell? <laughs> oh, yeah. I will take this moment to fill Marquell in his job. <laughs> Anybody else want to fill them in? I'm in summer. I can't be, I can't do it because I, I do my recaps in spring. Marquell, Zilbib, Zilbib Marquell. Zilbib is a lovely, lovely guy. And he built a builder. Mm -hmm. boat builder. He's a, he's a warlock and he's been very helpful. Uh, yes. Unlike this other guy, uh, Grumagak, who is a total asshole. <laughs> uh, Serious jerk this face. Guy, this guy, he's a. betrayed us. Say hi to each other. Hi, Marquell. Uh, hello, Zilpip. <laughs> Sorry, I love you guys. <gasps> oh my god, that connection. All right, well, it's ten out of uh, ten. I'm just going to. I'm, I'm choosing another both. chart because that's. Um, okay, oh, man. I I look at uh, Bren said. Sometimes life just seems unfair, but you know what? We're doing the best we can, right, Bren? <laughs> I'm a princess. Everything's fair. So <laughs> on behind one of the dressers, you do see the tech magic. There is another item. Um, it is a mirror. Um, so that is with that. Um, you have a mirror of life trapping. And I will read it to you, which is why I was really thinking about this. This, uh, when it is viewed indirectly, a surfer shows faint images of creatures. It weighs 50 pounds, AC 11, 10 hit points, and vulnerability of bludgeoning. It shatters and destroys when just zero. Um, the, the command word, um, which you don't know yet, um, you have to know the command word. If I identify, will I learn it? Nope. Um, if a creature other than you sees its reflection, it must succeed on DC 15 charisma saving throw be trapped along everything it's wearing and carrying in one of the mirror's 12 extra-dimensional cells. If a mirror traps a creature but its 12 extra-dimensional cells are occupied, the mirror frees one trapped creature at random to accommodate the new prisoner. So there are things in here. You don't know what they are. If the mirror is shattered, all creatures it contains are freed and appear in unoccupied spaces near it. Do we know this about this mirror, though? Um, well, he's identifying, and I, we've always said yeah. that the person identifying would explain. Well, within five feet of the mirror, you can use an action to speak the name of one creature trapped in it or call out a particular cell by number. The creature named or contained in the name cell appears as an image on the mirror's surface. You and the creature can then communicate normally. So it's basically a prison, an extra-dimensional prison, and it is a very rare item. Who's this holding is, this mirror right now? It's you identified it. It is so on the back it, of one of the it is just like a mirror that you didn't realize was special until you cast identify. Um, it looks like this. Uh, it's a second Did that it didn't go through. Uh, oh, I think I have to. Is that what was in the chest? Uh, no, that's hanging on the wall. Did you oh, see that on. item in the in the interface? Yes. No. I mean, okay. it, it, it posted the write-up. Oh, no. I was... But it didn't show a picture. Oh. You have to share underneath the picture. If you see the picture, it says share in VTT. 
I did that. It yeah, it didn't come up. It gave anyway. us the description, but not. Yeah. It might be. Uh, here, let me. Uh, no worry about it, but you see what it does. Yeah, no worry. Very cool. So a mirror of light uh, is uh, very now, in the chest. Uh, you find a thousand platinum. And, and it's just platinum. There's, they, it's very easy to carry large amounts of gold. Um, and you you find an. Uh, oh, hold on a second. Twig wants to do something, mm -hmm. but he wants to be a team player. Good job, Twig. <laughs> I look at Bryn and everybody and I say, there's trapped souls in this mirror. Do we want to free them? I want to smash it on the ground. Well, they're not, they're not, hold on. They're not trapped souls. They're trapped. They're trapped creatures, right? Right. They're trapped beings. They, they, they're people who were trapped just like Mark Quayle was trapped. And, and, and I don't know the command word. And, but, but well, I you haven't that... looked at everything in the room yet either. So, yeah. Okay. Um, what do you let's think, check out that... Yeah. Let's check out that book. Cause she was, she, she did spells and such, right? Yeah. So should I use the mage hand or does somebody want to just walk up and pick up the book? I think you should probably use the mage hand. Yeah, I use my mage hand to pick up the specifically the book that that Marque, um that Serial pinged with magic. I'm gonna pick it up and just flip open the pages. Um. Uh, you are, you have, what you're, uh, you're arcane trickster. Yeah. It, it, you recognize these as spells, but you don't understand them. So they're, well, I'm using my mage hand, so I'm 30 feet away. Yep. I'm basically, I don't, I can't read, see what there's, what the writing is anyways. Right. But it looks like a spell book from the So it, it's a spell, so can anybody spell casters do you guys want to look at it and see if it's something you recognize yes i'll take a look at it it is Suladani spellbook <gasps> we so found Markwell it. has Suladani spellbook then yes um now i i can give you a list of all the spells it has in it but um probably better to send some directly some of those are it's a it's a wizard's spell book um so i don't know if any of the, uh, there are some spells that are for multi classes you have to decide which ones you can learn or do as you um go forward uh, i can i can only learn the ritual wizard spells that are in there okay well learn the ritual wizard spells can multiple wizards learn the same spells well, sure. I mean, I mean, it's you have to, you know, spend gold and the time to learn the spell. Okay, I'll let Marquel go first because 
well, you're you're not doing this now. It costs gold. Yeah, we'll. Uh, you have we'll to transcribe it. I think a spell takes hours. I was going to just sit on the bed and throw my legs up and you know like him. <laughs> no, that's not how that works. You have to sit and study and transcribe the spell into your book. Yeah. Okay. I knew that. Uh huh. I did. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I just read this and know it. It's it's there's a process. Yes. Okay. Go for it. Marquel takes it then. Okay. Um, yeah, I will. When you go through that, I'll give you guys, I'll basically give you guys a list of her spells. And um, there's some, it goes up to nine. So there are many you can't cast yet, but you may, may be able to. There might be spells that, that uh, well, clerics learn things differently. So this would be for anyone that can do, can learn spells as a wizard. I can only up to a certain level, unfortunately. Right. Well, can you guys look in her book to see if maybe she has a, that command word for the mirror in there? Uh, I what what languages language. is it written it's in? Not, it's not on the book, but as you look, roll an investigation check, whoever's like looking around this room. Okay, so Twigs notices I that got a there is just a journal on the, the desk. Yeah, there are two other books, yeah. There's a the other books are just um uh but the journal on the desk um it's kind of rambling and it it it, it describes basically how the plot to kill tell you as you read through this it and read back through the the two other there's two journals on the shelf and one on the desk. And uh, you basically learned that it was intentional. They were trying to kill Telfeth. They tried to kill Bryn. Um, They basically tried to convert Twig to to being a demon. Um, There's been a plot for all of you, except Zilpip, because Zilpip came after this uh, thing. Zilpip is not mentioned yet um, in their thing but there's also a uh there's a command word for the um i like how he says yet i always say yet yet <laughs> um command word for the mirror yeah one second it is i thought it just had that um It is uh, Custos Carceris. K-U-S-T-O-S? Uh, C's. Custos Carceris. Okay. Okay. Um, let's, I'm going to hold the mirror and I'm going to say, guys, after we're done ex- investigating this room, we need to free whatever's in this mirror and we need to be ready if they're good or bad i don't know what they're going to be but well what if we just don't release them indiscriminately but name cell numbers and find out who's in there well no you have to know their names is no, there, is that's name? not Are what it names? says it says cell numbers also so you just go count one through 12 creatures trapped in the mirror cell don't age they don't need to eat eat drink or sleep 
Creatures trapped within a cell can escape using magic that permits planar travel. So anyone that can do planar travel would be already be, be gone. Gone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I can name their cell, the cell number instead of their actual names. It did say that. Or yes. call out a particular cell by number. The creature okay. named or contained in this name cell appears an image in the mirror surface. What's the second? Does it have the second command in there? There's one command, and then there says that if there's a second command, then you could free one creature. Yeah, so so the, the command word that you gave me was, was to release them or to trap them? They automatically get trapped. I think trapped it's if to they activate fail. it, right? Um, let me read this. You have to that, activate it. Just speak of man word and activate it. And then it remains active until you speak it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and the, uh, um, uh, sorry, that's the, uh, the command I gave you was for um, uh, activating it. Activating and. Um, it is Liberum Nolens. Liberum Nolens? Liberum Nolens. Okay. <laughs> well, Liberum is like, it's like uh, Latin for free, right? I don't know. Like liberty? Free them, free them. Okay, I will uh, make a mental note for that for later. And uh, my investigation check, do I see anything else in this room, that, in that, maybe in that backpack? This nope. There? And there was nothing else in the chest. There's nothing else in the chest. Okay. All um, right. Can, can I check Marquel's face? I want to see if he likes all these books he's seeing. Because I was wondering. Well, they're journals, so um, you glance through and you see the command words for the for the mirror. No, I'm talking about the bookshelves because they're full of books, right? So I'm, no, I'm just, those are I'm, not those. Yeah, those are, um, I guess, a bad choice of icons on the dungeon master's part. Those are dressers. Oh, they're dressers. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there's nothing magical oh, about the dressers. I mean, I had Ooh. to put anything of value inside it. <laughs> there, are there, there are like not. nice outfits in there. Uh, there are some dress. There are some nice some outfits. Really nice, is know. it is it male and female? It's a big bed. Any halfling size? <gasps> um, there, there, there are with the investigations that you guys rolled. There is there are male clothes, and there are. Um, that's all you see is their male clothes. They seem to be very fine clothing, like dress clothing. Um, hmm. About humanoid, like tall human size. Um, oh, any of them have the Brimthys sigil on them? They do not. Hmm. I look at Talfith and I say, hey, Talfith, any chance you could check for like secret doors in here? And, well, um... I thought Whelm did that automatically, but that wasn't nope. something that it is. Oh, okay. So it's something that I have to do manually. I know you're not used to manual labor. Uh, nah. I, what are you, what are you doing? Okay. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm 
It's supernatural awareness. While you're holding the weapon, it alerts you to the location of any secret or concealed doors within 30 feet of you. In addition, you can use an action to cast. So it actually just does it automatically. It alerts me if there's any secret yep, or concealed doors within 30 feet. but we decided that you have to say you're doing it because I'm not uh, going to just reveal oh, everything. Just automatically. With, Got yep. it. Okay, so I am... Don't you remember in little... the fire giant lair where you use that? <laughs> <clears throat> and asked I about it. I need to be it. a little more aware than I'm normally aware. I, I grabbed Talfeth by the, the cuff of his I'm aware. I say, just do the thing. Do the thing. Do I'm wearing. And Wilm says, hey, uh, look over there. And there is a passageway behind this nice. chest. Over here, guys. Over here, guys. Whoa. I just actually went through it, I think. <laughs> you did. Is it is it dark? Uh, stop. I stop. Roll a dexterity saving throw. Shit. <laughs> DC twenty two. That's not good. Okay. Uh, from the sides of this concealed door, because you just went through it, um, two plates go out and smash into the center. Oh, I didn't mean to move. Right there. Um, two plates smash against you um, from the from both sides, and you take forty two bludgeoning damage. Oh, well, that's not bad. <laughs> I'm still doing pretty good. There's plates here, guys. Does it? Does the trap reset, or did it just do it one and done? I, you don't know. You you got hit as soon as you walked through the door. Whack. Wah. Um, I'm going to take out my inferior weapon, according to uh, um, was <laughs> it it's Black Frost? Black Frost. There you go. Take out my great axe and turn it sideways across the, the walkway. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me take a step back. There you go, Crispin. Orion, do that. You know what might work better, Crispin? Is that a movable rod you got in the backpack? That's no. true. I will use the uh, immovable rod that I've got in the backpack. How are you using and, it? What are you um, doing? Or maybe the rogue should, I don't know. Check for traps? Check for like traps. Disarm the trap? Disarm a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. I, mean, I, move don't, a rod, I, I, move I just got my bell rung. Well, you can so. put the rod there while I check for traps so I don't get squished. That's a good idea. I'm going to turn the rod sideways and lock it in place so that at least the doors can't close all the way. Where are you placing it? Give me an indication. So you've got a, a, a I'm, 10 foot wide corridor. You're at the door in the center. I'm going to be right in the center. <laughs> stick it out about chest height sideways and push the button. <laughs> and so I'm like, going to. So right, right here. Yeah, exactly. Middle. Okay. Got it. And twig is going to stay within the boundaries of that rod and check for traps. Okay. Roll an investigation. 26. Um, you see that there is a, the, the floor 
appears to be a different color and that you actually, now that you look inside and take a second to glance through instead of walking in, you see <laughs> that the sides clearly have, um, and the floor is an activation plate, uh, 10 by 10, the entire first 10 feet of this square is uh, a plate on the I ground. I will uh, attempt to disarm them. The, it, there are plates built into the thing. There doesn't appear to be a way to disarm them. I can't put a shim or something in there? Um, it is the, there's not a, it's 10 by 10. Oh, so it's too big. Yeah. It doesn't appear to be physical in your, um, well, like assessment. Like you don't see a physical plate, but you definitely see discoloration in that 10 by 10. And you, as you get closer, you do see that there's, you know, some in that darkness that's in the first 10 feet. Um, it seems darker there. Mm -hmm. And there are, um, um, well, I, I'm going to, there's a little bit of blood on the ground that you can see with your dark vision as you get closer. Okay. I'm going to try, I'm going to do, do two quick things. I'm going to roll for stealth. I've, I've got an idea actually, Twig. What go, what do you got? I've, I've got this really cool, like a uh, little stone that I want to throw at that spot and see what happens. Oh so, man. Oh no. Let, let everybody back up first. Oh my gosh. What are you doing? So I am throwing a dispelling stone at that dark spot on the floor. A dispelling stone. I uh -huh. now that you I, you remember you have those. I do. It is an <laughs> egg-shaped stone that can be thrown up to thirty feet and explodes in a ten-foot radius sphere of magical energy on impact, destroying the stone. Any active spell of fifth level or lower in the sphere ends. Hmm. Very very clever. Um you throw this stone in and all of a sudden you see this crackling energy goes shooting out and uh, the darkness disappears and the ground now looks, uh, you don't know if it worked, you know that the darkness disappeared. Um, is going the immovable to rod in the center sideways. Gonna, Twig is gonna walk underneath the immovable rod. Um, Step on the thing. Like, no, nothing happens. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to grab my immovable rod and walk down the hallway. And cool. you uh, walk by and the plates do no longer work. Beautiful. I Good am job. going to precariously tiptoe past because <laughs> I already got him once. <laughs> um, and I'm like glaring at the plates on either I side as I walk. Bryn, you want to do some uh, recon? Yeah, sure. I, I run and I just jump the 10 feet <laughs> across. Okay. That also <laughs> would work. Just FYI. So Bryn, uh, you see a very similar effect at this end of this. And on the inside, you can see that there is a secret door from this side that has a lever on it. Okay. So it looks like the same things over here. Uh, you said there's a secret door with a lever. You, you, there's a closed door, and you, you on this side, you definitely. Now that you look back, you can see that the secret door does have like a a latch that you push and lock oh, it in place. Dario can dispel the, the the magic, or I can just reach with my mage hand 
reach the lever. What do you guys want me to do? So there. So are you talking about the the lever that you the just, door to the main room that we just came out of? There's a lever on the back side of that door. No, it's inside this door that we're looking at now. I think. Is that true, Mr. DM? It is true. Okay. So, um, so I'm. Well, we could either do the main stand, or I could just walk across because I got my spider climb shoes. So I can just walk along the no, wall. I don't know if it's. I guess if you're not going to touch the plate, it won't activate it. So, I mean, I hate to see you get hurt, Brenda. You're very special to me. So you're walking along the wall to that door, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, as you walk along the wall, nothing comes out at you, and the door is, you can open that door. And I pull the lever. And you are now behind the altar where you first walked in. Oh, the creepy altar. <laughs> the creepy altar. Oh, creepy. On, on the back of the altar on this side, there is a, you can't, you, you can see it from where you are, Bryn. Mm -hmm. But there is something behind the altar um, that is definitely not hit visible from where you were before. You never searched it, so. There's something behind the altar. Can I check it out? I check out what is behind the altar. Um, it is a, like, a kind of a hidden compartment. And there are uh, four ends of sending stones. Ooh. Those are okay. the missing ends. Aren't uh, they? Swig, take out your other stones that you got and let's it, compare. Um, how many unmatched pair do you have, Twig? Oh, gosh. Um, I believe it's four. I made a note of. I think I yeah. I do have four unmatched. I think these are the matches for those four. So I have four from Suladani's. Uh, no, it was. Uh, excuse me. Uh, and in Rathacore's. Yep. Well, and in um, Rathacore. Yeah. I, it was from I, his I, office that you. Well, <laughs> it's I, a long no, I story, for the still pip, but um, uh, they basically found a, a colleague, captured him, turned him invisible, carried him out. And then raided his office <laughs> and then tried to turn him. It didn't go well for Enin, though. No, no, she ended up uh, getting killed. Just to yeah. clarify, I used most of those stones already because we found them earlier that you, we had said that. Um, so these, these are in addition to. These are the, uh, these are the matches you never found a, a pair for. Yeah, so they, you, I had there were, there were eight. There were eight total stones in that yeah, case. Yeah, okay. And then we found the other four. Yeah, and those are the ones four. you've given out to all your contacts. So now we have four more. And I just, I go ahead and give my four to Bryn. So okay. now Bryn has four. Four sending stones. Sent matching sets of sending stones. Uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to. In my in my head, I'm like, oh, my 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 dad's gonna have some competition for uh, sending stones. <laughs> 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 All right, thank you, Twig. Is there anything else in this little compartment? 
there is not, but you you have walked across the side. The uh, thing's still active. Um, it's still active. So you guys, I mean, you could jump across. Is there a lever there on that side that I can push that would deactivate that oh, I can see? Uh, there is. Um, and actually, you never investigated the inside of the other part, but you can reach through and deactivate it to walk across on both ends. Okay, I'm going to do that. Otherwise, it's kind of a like little trap that Suladani had for anyone trying to get into that or out of her bedroom. This is this okay. is basically the intention was for her to run through here and escape. So the last time we <laughs> By were By the way, here. that was her intention, but the old person <laughs> and the massive criticals changed that plan. So this was her escape route. So the last time we were here, we detected like really horrible evil emanating from this altar. Is that still there? It is. It is. Well, you, you're not detecting magic, but detect good and evil. There's strong evil coming from the front of this altar, this book. Can, can I look over the edge and just kind of look at the book? I just yep. want to look. I don't there, want to touch there are, it. There are two uh, um, never-ending candles that are both lighting both sides. And then there is a strange book um, in the center. It looks like it's not, it's not a language you speak, Bryn. Um, I take a running jump and I jump. Oh, she's deactivated, I, right? I deactivated it. But I jump yeah. anyway because I'm so awesome. Okay. You're just trying to be like you, me. All of you with your strength and dexterity can make a 10-foot jump. <clears throat> yeah. But she deactivated it, right? Yeah, she so deactivated. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wince as I jump. <laughs> and uh, okay, so yeah, nothing right. happens on this end. I, I take a look at the book. I I speak and read Abyssal. Hmm. From Alter. Do I recognize the writing? Um. Let me think about that a second. Um, From my time as a uh, little demon. Um, no, that's not has nothing to do with it. Um, well, I mean, that's how I know how to read and speak ab abyssal is from my time as a demon. No, I understand. Um, <clears throat> That's something I need to talk to Zilpip about. It is, it is an it is an evil book. Um, I'm trying to see what it's written in. Um, I would say uh, it seems to be. Yeah, it's written in. Um, I guess a, I guess it would be abyssal. It would be abyssal. Yeah. So I speak primordial. It, it 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 looks like as you're gonna open it and read it. Um. <clears throat> is it already open? It's open to a center page. So what is? I just don't I read just, it out loud. That I yeah. I tell everybody that, that I can beginning. read the I can read the writing, but I will not read it out loud. And. Um, I will um, tr attempt to mage hand the book into my 
Haversack. You're taking the book? I will take the book, yeah. Roll a constitution saving throw. <laughs> That's <Okay>. not good. <laughs> I can imagine Talfeth just being like, nope, Ooh, nope, nope, 22. nope, nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you take 40 necrotic damage from trying to, to pick up this book. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wait, were you picking it up with you or, or your mage hand? That was the mage hand, but and he still you were the damage. one casting it. Ooh. And with the constitution saved, so the, even though you didn't physically touch it, you connected to the book. So is that half damage then? That was half. Holy shit. Yeah, we might want to leave that bad boy alone. I really want to read it, though. I'm so tempted to read it. Well, what is that page? Like, can you just read that what that page says without touching it? Uh, you want me to read it out loud? Not out loud, but read it. Okay, and I'll read leave it the in room, my room, and then we can talk about it later. Uh, okay, what, I'll read the open page. Um, it is a the language here makes you uncomfortable. It is a a worship of of demons and it is open to the page of Tarnham whoever was in this place and you didn't ask them these questions but since you didn't look at this book before you went into the battle like this is a book of demon worship. It is only really usable by, without damage by someone who is um, evil. Something, uh, something deep inside Twig is really fighting with him to pick that up. Can I roll an insight on Twig? <laughs> sure. Can I just say that I have a blanket inside on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a natural 20. <laughs> yeah, you see Twig like looking at this page and like seeing a name, even though you can't understand it. He looks, his eyes get a little bit wide and you All notice right. this. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to just kind of casually go over and put my arm around his shoulders and be like, I think it's time for us to go to a different room. <laughs> I, I remember this look. Yeah, do, uh, he do, had this remember, look before. Do you remember that look that uh, when 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 Frodo showed Bilbo the ring, briefly? Where his face turned like Where horrific. His face turned, yeah, that's kind yeah. Of, this is this is uh like it made you super uncomfortable. Yeah, this is I I kind of say, okay, okay, I'll do it. Let's go. And uh, don't make me smack you. I, I just, 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 I move head. away. I take out my squirt bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Twig is now neutered. <laughs> okay. So, um, so you're just reading that page. You recognize the name. You're not, but you're not trying to pick it up again. I'm not trying to pick it up again. Okay. No, no, 
So Twig, that obviously had some effect on you, but we'll discuss it when we're not in this. This place gives me the creeps. Um, before we leave the room, uh huh. I'd like to cast Firebolt at the book. Um, tell me where everyone's positioned when you do that. I want to wait where till are everybody's. You I want to wait till everybody's out of the room. Are you? And I'm going to be like the last one leaving. Yeah, you've basically explored this place just to short, yeah. short circuit it. Yeah. Um, so like so you guys be... are going up to the stairs and you're going to throw a firebolt at the book. Yeah. Um, Marquell might want to move. Don't want him dying again. Yeah. Sorry, my forge glitched out for a moment. Okay. Do you want me to move you? Yeah. Okay. I'm moving everyone. So you're all upstairs. Um, I'm waiting on Crispin. I know he's tough and everything, but... Okay. So everyone's up at these stairs, and you yeah. are throwing a firebolt at the book. Yeah. Um, okay. Hold on a second. Um, Sarah, can you give me guidance? Abs absolutely. Boop. Um, roll a d4. So, Her guidance um, is don't shoot evil books. Yeah, but, I don't think you know. Yeah, I, <laughs> hey, I, wait, didn't this I, explode wait, wait, on us before? Just, just a second. I don't think this is a good idea. I don't like. It seems stupid. We're just Sorry. killed everyone. We got more quail back, and you're gonna throw a bolt at a book that just gave you massive damage yourself. Well, I mean. That thing doesn't. That needs What's the that. purpose of you trying to do this to an you evil book? You guys didn't Let's have a book burning party. Book. It needs to be destroyed. Jeez. <laughs> okay. I'm literally having deja vu of us being like, bad idea to shoot books. It is a 14. Let me add a d4 to that. 15. Okay. Um, um, Roll a charisma saving throw. Oh, God. Uh, hang on a second. Where is it? Let's see the thing. There we go. Uh, that's a whopping six. Okay, two things occur. Um, a massive, massive demon appears on the pedestal and twig, your eyes turn bright red and you attack the party. And that's where we're going to take our break. Oh, okay. This will be interesting. Twig's going to twig. I'm just snap the twig. We can always run away, or you guys can run away. I'm I'm an intentional pervert. At least it did half our work for us.
Well, time for a break. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe don't attack the book. We'll find out how that turns out in the second half of tonight. I'm Michael Kareen, Dungeon Master. And first, I want to thank all of the listeners to this podcast. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for listening every week. And I want to thank all the players who, well, do crazy things like shoot books. It's so much fun. <laughs> all right. We want to start our thank yous to our partners by thanking Podbean. Podbean is an amazing platform for dis distributing podcasts, including this one you're listening to now. Wherever you're listening, it was uploaded to podbean.com where you can sign up for free and there are amazingly affordable accounts for distributing uh, and monetizing your podcast. Also, D&D Beyond is where we have all of our character sheets. Uh, we even do online dice rolling. We have apps that we use to manage content and use our source books. It is dndbeyond.com. You can see the character sheets of the players that were just mentioned in uh, recklessmoves.com. That's uh, go to the uh, season one and you'll see episodes and some uh, background and, and a complete episode list you can listen to yourself. Want to thank, because we're adventuring a Greyhawk, AnnaBMeyer.com. AnnaBMeyer.com has amazing maps for Greyhawk. Check it out. And for Dungeon Master Tools, check out don, donjohn.bin.sh. D-O-N-J-O-N. Great way to find, uh, uh, come up with those uh, ad hoc NPCs and maps and inns and food and all those things that the Dungeon Master needs to come up with quickly. Don John is an amazing resource. Please donate if you can in the bottom left when you go to donjohn.bin.sh. All right, I want to thank our technology. Thank goodness for Zoom. It is great that we have Zoom to record this uh, po podcast on. We're hoping to get back in person soon. It's going to be a lot of fun. But in the meantime, zoom.us, fantastic. We have the pro account, which allows us to record unlimited time. And in each individual audio track is recorded using the Zoom Pro. It is fantastic. Uh, we want to also thank QSC, Monitors and Mixers. Sennheiser Headphones, Blue and Shure Microphones, especially the MV7. The MV7 is a great podcasting microphone. You can find that at lots of places or mypodgear.com. MyPodGear.com if you want to pick up an MV7 Shure microphone for an affordable price. We also want to thank all of our audio sources, including audio with two eyes, A-U-D-I-I-O.com, where you can have licensed podcast music for a really affordable annual, and they even have a lifetime version. You can have licensed music, and it's a huge library. You can search for all sorts of genres to that. And we also have an open source partner in tabletopaudio.com. Tabletop Audio has, is a Creative Commons license, giving attribution where it is due. Tabletopaudio.com is a great place for D&D music. And you can even have uh, at the website, you can have a player that you can use at your home game.
Our coffee this month, I'm, we're drinking atlascoffeeclub.com. It's very cool. You can get wonderful, you can choose your roast preference and choose your, how often you're going to receive coffee. And if you go, there is a way to sign up and get 50% off your first month's shipment, atlascoffee.com. And once again, thank you to all the players. You guys are awesome. Thank you. And even when you shoot books, it's fun. And thank you to all the listeners once again. You guys are amazing. But enough out of me. Let's get back to our game tonight. All right, back from our break. And uh, so let's refresh what just happened. Uh, we had, um, you know, the players found a book. They found a book in uh, um, a very demonic, evil book. Twig um, went to pick it up. It did damage. So he threw a fireball at it. After failing, saving, failing a charisma saving throw, um, it uh, it looks like you guys clearly see Twig's eyes go um, go kind of dark, and uh, out of the ether, a massive creature appears, which looks like this. It is a Jesus horrible looking demon with chains wrapped around him and it is uh it is carrying a looks looks like a massive flail um and uh it look it looks like a mass you've seen knolls before it looks like a massive knoll like like a huge demonic knoll um and so, uh, with that being said, let me put that away from my screen. And give me a second. All right. Uh, everyone roll initiative. Um, I have to look at something. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay, so it does appear the demon having a, just appeared is lower in the initiative order. Bryn, I don't see your roll. Oh, there, everyone's in. All right, so uh, first to act is Twig. And Twig, you're, if you can do this, uh, your job is to um, basically destroy the party. You are possessed. So you want me to do it or do you want to do it? Uh, I'll do it. Okay, so you know how to play your character. And then in, in your mind, you hear, get them all 
I use uh, my bonus action to cast Misty Step. Okay. And I'm going to move uh, back here. Mm-hmm. And uh, going to cast Fireball. All right. Everyone roll a deck save on the stairs. Actually, no, I can't. I'm out of third level spells. Okay, never mind. Uh, that's actually lucky for the party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I was scared for a second. Yeah. I. Uh, what are you going to do? I, I'm going to uh, take one of those stones, the exploding stones. Okay. Set it on the ground and cast catapult. Okay. And catapult, what is the save on that? Uh, let me see. It is a DC 17 dexterity saving throw. Okay, uh, everyone. Actually, uh, counterspell level three. It's a, oh. Yeah, that, well, yeah. That, that, that okay, so catapult. So it just. Twig goes to, Twig goes to uh, throw, use this stone and set it on the ground. And cast a spell, and the stone's just sitting on the ground. <laughs> yeah, Markwell, Markwell waggles a figure, a finger like no, no. Senpai, <laughs> is that no. your is that your counter spell? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no. yeah, that's it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I like that counter spell. No, <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, well, that's that, the twig just looks back at the demon, and goes, "Sorry." <laughs> okay, um, that it. That's all I can do. Yeah. Are you going to stay out in the open? Would you stay I'm, out? I'm just going to use my movement to back up behind the column. Okay. So you're hidden behind there. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it, I understand the map, but you're hidden behind the column. Yeah. I got it. I, if you hit uh, Alt Shift, you can put it anywhere. Yeah. It's a, it's, yeah. that's a good lesson. All right. Uh, Bryn. Okay. Um, so you see this massive demon and twigs hidden behind a pillar. Hmm. Okay. I am going to, let me just check one thing. I am going to cast Hunter's Mark on the demon. And I am going to, I'm going to shoot the demon. So first attack is an 18 to hit. It bounces off and he just goes, (laughs) Hmm, okay. Alrighty. Uh, second arrow is a 20, uh, 24, uh, three, 23 to hit. 23? Yes. It pierces into his shoulder and he just like doesn't even seem to notice. Doesn't. Okay. So did it? So it, it did hit. hit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, do I do damage? Um, so that was 16 damage. Oh, sorry, 26 damage. All right. Uh, piercing damage, correct? Yeah, ma- it's magical because my bow is magical too. Understood. 
So I don't know if that makes a difference. Um, how much? 26. Okay. <laughs> and then um, I'm going to do my Dread Ambusher attack. And that is a 21 to hit. Um, the 21 does hit. It does hit? Okay. So that is... Twenty-nine damage. Okay. That it? Um, are you staying where you are? Are you moving? What are you doing? Um, no, I'm actually I'm gonna move. Um, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Oops, hold on. Twenty, twenty-five, thirty, forty, thirty. I'm gonna move to right there so in the door down the stairs in the door and to the right in the upper right corner okay so got it damage does he have to roll a concentration it is not concentration okay so i'm still off and my there. verbal is i'm hoping it, it happened because of the book not because of him okay so there is no there is no concentration. So my verbal to the party as I'm moving is I'm hoping if we kill the demon, we won't have to kill Twig. And I run away <laughs> to my corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hopefully they understood me. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Good move. Uh, I Zilpep. went ahead and I ended my turn. Yep. I'm going to shoot for the demon. I'm going to do Eldritch Blast. Okay. The first one's a natural 20. Um, the Eldritch Blast. Um, that is necrotic. Uh, force. It is force damage. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll your uh, that. So for simplicity, 20, 20 is the AC. Okay. So that first hit was 25 damage. All right. The second one's 28 for 14. And the third is 26 for 11. So give me the total. Um. Fifty. All right. Oh, I did the super wrong thing. Hold on. <laughs> I did five hundred. <laughs> that looks right to me. Nope. Uh, I know it exactly what it is. So that's where he's at. Uh, okay. Um, at the end of your turn and before Talfeth goes, um, he. Uh, he does a charge and his movement speed just, uh, Ooh, uh, whoops. I need to, um, 
You, you can hit the undo and, and it should undo what you did. I'm trying to select. There we go. Um, I have to reload my app. Just a second. Um, I couldn't unsele- it. I couldn't unselect everyone. Just one second. Please stand by for the combat. <laughs> no Today's combat is brought to you by. Move your token back to where it was, guys. Since Mike can't do it. No, you're 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 fine. No, you I, I can move your token. I couldn't move this one. Yeah. Um, fine. He moves 50 feet. Uh, okay. Uh, Telfeth. All right. Um, I need to zoom in, see how close he is now. Gosh darn it. Can I get around him? Uh, he's you like cannot. Right on. Ah. Okay. Um, he is blocking the stairs with his massive body. You cannot, you, a, a normal, or unless you're a, I think only a halfling can share this space with a, um, he's, he's, he barely fits into the stairs. Um, can I, Shoot a spell around him? Uh, no. yes. Yes? I mean, if, well, yeah, sure. But, but but Twig's not in line of sight, so unless he's within line of sight, I can't hit him with Yeah, he spell, is not right? line, of, line of sight. He is hidden. Um, oh, okay. Not behind the column. Basically yeah. full cover. I'm not hidden, but I'm just behind. Okay, I'm going to Misty Step. Can I Misty Step past this you can. juggernaut of a dickwad? Um, are these squares yes, five feet or ten? Yes, you can Misty Step 10? past the juggernaut of a dickwad. <laughs> are these uh, squares five or ten? Five. Okay. So I can go 30 feet. So five, ten. That's 50. It's 20. This, yeah, that's 20. Trying to see. 20. That's, that's 30. That's, right. That's okay. it. So are you moving but 20 think, or 30? Sorry. The, the thing is moving me more than I want to be moved. Okay. So that's 25. Uh-huh. I'm going to move. Misty step can move up to 30 feet. Here to 30. No, nope, nope, you can't go uh, around the corner with Misty Step. Oh, it has to be direct. Okay, it got it. It has to be a direct line. Um, well, Jesus. Right 30, there. 30. All right. So what are you doing? Well, yeah, that was your bonus think, action. That was your bonus action. That's right. Um, is Twig still out of line of sight now that I'm He is. He is behind that pillar. All right, can I? Uh, 
I think uh, you stole your favor. movement. Please, you have movement. You have move. <laughs> You've done a bonus action. You have movement in your action. So. Oh well, shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna move because I want to get closer to Twig. Okay. Okay. I want to at least be able to see him. Okay. So, five, ten. Oh. <laughs> 15 sorry 20 I'm putting 25 <laughs> yes uh you see twig okay. behind the pillar now um I'm gonna cast hold person on twig okay uh roll a wisdom saving throw twig okay uh a 13 fail you are held Yay! Now you can't do shit. I'm gonna go. Stop, crazy little twig. You deserve to lose your mother. You're like, sit, stay, sit. He would would know that too. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that would be terrible. I'll use this one for help. How's that? Damage to Talfa. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Okay. So he is held. Okay, that was your action as a spell. Great. So yes, that's it. That's everything. Yeah. All right. Great. Um, good move. Um, all right. Uh, Talfeth went. Crispin. All right. Uh, can I squeeze past everybody to attack this guy? I can't even do that, can I? You can't. You unfortunately, they're blocking you from being in melee range because they did not move. After their turn. Moves. I moved. Uh, I left the space. <laughs> I don't even have. Hmm. You do have some uh, new capabilities with Black Frost. I don't know if that you can check that. I don't know what else you have for ranged. I'm going to. See. You hear from the distance. He's here. Sorry, not sorry. You're the one that started the shit. This was not necessary. Talfeth and Bryn are like, do you think he has some repressed rage? He's got some he's got some anger issues. What do you think? We might need to have an intervention. Oh, oh whoops. That was wrong. Was crazy oh, sorry, that shifts. was so wrong. Sorry. I'm it's still Christmas turn. Yeah, no. Um there I actually- apologize. That was some chaos. I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> I am going to produce flame and throw it at the creature. All right. Uh, roll your attack. And that is an 11 to hit. It does not. Okay. Unfortunately hit. Can I do two cantrips? I don't remember. You cannot. You can do okay. a cantrip and a spell if you have the ability to do one as a bonus action or you have two actions. So you can do like a cantrip and a spell if you have two actions. All right, I do, but that's gonna hurt everybody. So, um, nope. All uh, right. That's about all I can do for now, I'm going to just yell at them to get out of my way. Get out of my way. Okay, Mark Whale. Okay. Uh, so before I start rules lawyering and all that, um, can I set down a <laughs> sixty-foot radius? Spear without hurting anybody but the demon. Huh? 
No. I'm, if you're okay. going to cast a spell that is a 60-foot radius would encompass the entire room and the rooms around it. Got it. A 60-foot radius is massive. So that's the whole room isn't 60. Actually, it would be like to the end of right by the book. I'll lay an altar there. So, no. There's not a possibility to, to do that without, unless your spell lets you exclude friends, whatever you're thinking. Or choose uh, who it hits. In which case, there's two enemies, Twig and um, the Demon. I have options for that, but yeah, no. I'm, I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, so, I will... I know what I'm doing at the start of my turn. I'm using a cantrip, Mind Sliver. Okay. Demon Thing needs to make an intelligence saving throw. DC 18. Okay. Uh, intelligence? Yes, intelligence. Nineteen. He succeeds. Yeah, he has advantage on all um, saving throws against spells or magical effects. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Uh, Does it do any damage on uh, a save? No. Oh, it's a cantrip. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a cantrip. And then uh, I guess I'll do. Where is it? Where did I put it? There it is. Uh, yeah, let's have some fun here. Uh, so I'm going to use my meta magic to make this a bonus action. Okay. Cast Disintegrate level seven. Okay. So he needs to make a deck save. A deck save. Okay. I have to do my wild magic. Deck save. Some more oh, dumb. Dom God, is somewhere shaking his head. <laughs> uh, he rolls, uh, with advantage, he rolls a 13. However, uh, he uses one of his um, one of his actions to succeed on the saving throw. Ah. Okay. Uh, well, he'll still take damage from that. That's... Where is it? What kind of damage? That's force damage. Okay. Uh, Da, 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 da. I'm keeping track. You can only do that oh, three, three no, it times. Doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. So nothing happens. He's okay. That's fine. But because I casted a spell this turn. Oh, yeah. The orb. Yes. And my meta magic lets me. Like my my features allows me yeah. to allows me to roll twice and choose either number. It was with the body, remember? Basically, his his body and his robes, and within the robe, he had his things with him. <laughs> All right. I don't, I don't uh, think you took anything off him. You did. I don't. I remember that. I remember that very well. He was another plane. You didn't take anything off him, and apparently, they were more interested in taking his soul than any items. 
Like, they didn't care about that. All right, so each creature within 30 feet of Marquail turns invisible for the next minute until they attack or cast a spell. 30 feet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can you see yourself if you're invisible? Is that every creature? So including the enemy? Yeah. Yeah. And Twig and Telfeth, everyone. Everyone's invisible. Okay. So glad that so let's just is let's just not. I'm not going to tame them all. Um, let's go anywhere. Let's do. Uh, uh, just remember, everyone's invisible. Marco. Um, and then I'll I'll back up. So and Chris you are can... invisible, so he doesn't see you move. Does he have true sight? Uh, he does, so he sees you. Um, he takes a swing at you as you move out of his range because he does have true sight. So he sees invisible. Shit. Uh, so the thing can see us, but we can't see each other and see it. Apparently that's the case. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it just <laughs> attacked, so it would become visible. Again, right? Yeah, he oh, becomes yeah. visible, but he's taking a swing at you. He hits you for 23 for 18 bludgeoning damage with his flail. Ooh. You want to do it or you got it? I got it. <laughs> what does B and Mara think of that? Does he have to step forward to make that if happen? If you did that on your D&D Beyond sheet, it did not come through to take the 18 off. Well, it didn't update my character sheet on Forge anyway. I imported like, it to update it, so you have 95. Yeah, still thinks I'm a warlock and sorcerer when I'm just a sorcerer now. Oh, all right, I'll take it off here. Um, it doesn't. You don't seem to be connected for the damage for some reason if you're doing that on D&D Beyond. But that doesn't matter. Um, okay, so that's your turn? That's all I can do for this turn, yeah. Oh, here, hold on. DM doesn't need to... <laughs> the DM token doesn't need to be in combat. <laughs> um, oh, neither does that one. Because that was... Just a placeholder for Mark Whale. So Yamura um, should be in combat though. Who? Yamura. Uh she uh, yeah, she should still be there. Sumila should be there. Sumila. Human form. Um, I don't think she came into the room with you. The let me look. I don't think I made a token for her. Um Where is that golden bitch? Um, yeah, I don't think she's. Rumagak doesn't get all the fun. She's in the room. So, um, why, why do I imagine that you look a lot like Stitch, and that I just need a spray <laughs> bottle to just like squirt you and be like, no? Okay. <laughs> oh, that means family. <laughs> Um, so, um, Zilpip, you're right in front. Sadly. Yep. Um, he has three flails. Cool. Hopefully the first one doesn't kill me. 20 hit with 13 damage. The first damage. one hits, I'm going to use my reaction and teleport out of there. Oh, oh, okay. Misty escape. Uh, when I take damage, I turn invisible and teleport up to 60 feet away. 
Okay, so place yourself because that would have been uh, that's where you're going? Yep. All right. He has not moved in this turn, so he is going to move forward. Oops. Uh, how do I do the half? Um, um, he's right in front of you. Yeah, you, you can just, uh, like, you press, um, I don't know what it is on Mac, but Alt and Shift on the PC. How much, how much damage did I take, though? Um, 13. All right. So you take the first damage, you just don't take any subsequent because he's changing his target. Like, yeah. he's smart. He sees you disappear. He uh, takes a flail attack at Mark Whale, who's standing right. So he's standing right in front of you, Mark Whale and Crispin, right now. Um, attacks Mark Whale with a flail. That is a 21. Uh, does that hit Mark Whale, or do you have any other? No, I, that hits. Yeah. Okay, 13 bludgeoning damage. And as a, you need to, uh, uh, succeed on a, a constitution saving throw, DC 17, please. Did he step forward question, uh, out of curiosity? He did. He's right okay. in your face. Okay. Because he attacked Mark Whale, I'm going to use my sentinel feet and, and attack him as a reaction. Okay. Let's let Mark Whale resolve the saving throw first. That's a 26. You save and you realize like your body start to tense up and feeling empowered from being recently resurrected, you uh, are not paralyzed, but you felt, you felt the effects of paralysis try to stick on you. Um, he is going to take one more, uh, that was two flail attacks, right? Um, one, two, yeah, one more on, uh, oh, Crispin, go ahead and make your attack. Okay, so that's going to be, Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot I have advantage. That's going to be a 29 to hit. Uh, that works. That hits. And that's going to be uh, 20 damage. Okay. Nice. Uh, the second flail attack against Mark Quayle. Um, he's very smart. He's going to try to pick on this. He's not going to attack the barbarian. Um, that is a 26 for 15 damage, Mark Quayle. I'll put that yeah. on there. Um, and he is going to try to bite uh Hmm. All right, so um yeah, he's going to try to bite you, Crispin. 30 to hit. That is 18 piercing damage. Okay. And uh need you to make a con saving throw. 17. 
you save you are also 25 yeah you you also recognize because you it has happened to you before like seems like every attack has a chance to paralyze its victim and you both have saved it uh that is the twig your turn you are held does that how does that work to does that does he save on his turn or does it end on your turn no i think it's his turn so it is the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed. At the end of each of its turns, the target can make another wisdom saving throw on a success. The spell ends on the target. On the end of his turn. So I'm yeah. paralyzed and I can't do anything but uh-uh. save. Do a wisdom right. saving throw. And it's wisdom 14. I fail. You are still paralyzed for this round ah! until ah! In, until your next turn. No move. Uh, those red eyes are glaring at you. Ah! Okay, ah! Twig. No, you're invisible. Uh, That's right. Yeah. And I have so you're basically just idea. invisible. Talfest invisible. Zilpip's invisible. Uh, Bryn's invisible. But since that started. Marquel Crispin and Marquel Marquel Crispin and this demon are visible as well. Um, all right, Bryn. Okay. And then Zilpip, you are next. So I'm going to move. You have advantage because you are invisible at the moment. Your first okay. attack has advantage. So 15. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a question for you. Has it been a week since our dragon fight at the oh, yeah. fire I mean, giant? Absolutely. Oh, ah. yeah. All right. So that I means... mean, you guys did so much. You went you went to uh, Zilpip's town. You went to the back to see Keladek and like there's a lot that's happened since then. OK, awesome. So that means that I can now have a new sworn enemy. I so. got it. <laughs> you whisper to your oath bow and choose I this do. demon as your sworn enemy. He is my sworn enemy. Nice. And I will use my red dice just to add insult to injury. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I didn't it. know the red dice were, were insulting dice. <laughs> I love they it. They are. They are. <laughs> awesome. So my first attack is a 21 to hit. It just, it does and hit. That is seven, nine, twelve, twenty-two plus Ofo, which is 32 damage. Wow. Uh, he noted, he notices you now. You're visible. <laughs> and I'm going to say, hey, ugly. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do my second attack. And that is a 22 to hit. So that's 8, 11, 21. Uh, we'll have Hunter's Mark too, I think. On 35 damage. All right. Uh, he has definitely noticed you. He is getting hurt by this particular attack because of the Oath Bow effect. It's one of the few things he has a resistance to. Um, and then he has I a am... lot of resistances and a lot of immunities, like, but you haven't found them yet. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to use the rest of my movement to just go ah, right behind that column. Okay. So you moved t- over 10 feet away. Um, right as 
as you end your turn, he uh, he actually should be closer to Marquel and uh, yeah, I know. I just can't seem to move him like into that spot because of the stair effect. No so um, he is going to. Uh, He's going to stay where he is right now for the moment. Go ahead. Um, Zilpip, you, you are currently invisible, so you have advantage of what you do. You're one of the last people. You and um, actually, you and Twig are the only ones that are invisible still. Talfift. Talfift. Okay. I'm. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do a uh, called. Cast Let me do Fae Presence as Fae? an action. Fae, Fae Presence. Presence. What does it do? Uh, once for a short ride, each creature in a 10-foot cube from me makes a Wisdom saving throw, DC 18, or becomes charmed or frightened by me. So it's just Twig, then? Yeah, it's just me. Okay. And so, I have a disadvantage on that because I'm paralyzed. You, yeah. Uh, it's an auto-fail, isn't it? You, what is the what is the saving throw? Eight, uh, DC 18. No, what kind of? Oh, wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah. It, wisdom, you're, uh, you can still roll. Okay. Which because is... you're paralyzed, but your brain is, you know, okay. you're still aware. I rolled a 14. You fail. So what happens to Twig now? You're going to be charmed, and you're just going to Actually, down. I have advantage against uh, charm because of my halfling uh, okay. right. bravery. Okay. Roll, roll again. again. So 14 and, oh, 21. that succeeds. I succeed. So he is not charmed. Bad. Okay. So this uh, whole person still on him, even though he yeah. just did that? Okay. okay. All right. It's well, against specifically charm. Okay. Oh, wait, you know what? It's against, I have advantage against um, wisdom, uh, fear. So if it's a charm, it's different. So I failed. Okay, so you are charmed too. Yeah, and what I'm, is the what is the charm command? Uh, kill the demon. Oh, oh, let me think about. Oh. It. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, yeah. The charm, since he failed that, he is now no longer under demonic possession. Oh. But he is charmed. And he's Bye. still being held. <laughs> Zilpip is looking It's a awful. charm of a charm. Good job, Zilpip. Yeah. So he's no more, no Victory longer dance. demonized. So he's back to yes. being normal twig. He's back to twig. And he is, uh, but I'm still paralyzed. So nobody knows. <laughs> you're... But, but is he aware of this? Because when you're charmed, you're not aware until after you're not charmed anymore. No, you're just like, oh, I got to kill the demon. So you were like, oh, I got to kill the party. Oh, I got to kill the demon. <laughs> and, 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 and you're, you're so fickle. What? 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 <laughs> Peer pressure. <laughs> Tal, is that it, Zilpip? Yep, that'll be all. Nice one. Uh, Talfeth. Would I know that what he cast did what it did? Um, well, Zilpip is visible. Actually, uh, since you took an action to do saving throw, I would say you're behind that pillar. Um, you I'll are able to see me if, if I became visible. Yeah, you are visible. No, 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 my question is, would I know the spell that Zilpik cast to know that Twig isn't possessed? Otherwise, I'll leave whole person on him. 
Well, well, you would not know that, so you can leave whole person. Well, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't know what Zilpip, Zilpip did. didn't say anything, and you do not yeah. know. So I still think Twig is possessed. So, so, so you're leaving <laughs> whole person. Leave whole person on him. And okay, um, I'm gonna move back to the center because I'm still invisible. You so, are. Oh, oh, shit, that's not much. Uh, I hate that when you use the keyboard; it moves so much. Um, okay. Five, ten, fifteen. Now you're in sight of him. Twenty. 25 still okay. in sight of him okay and i'm uh, i need a keep hold person on him so i can't cast anything i think i'm just gonna throw whelm you are too far your whelm i'm too is, far your whelm is 20 feet you are 25 Five, 10, feet away 15, 20 20 oh you're right so okay, you can so move closer in your moving, movement yeah. so instead of moving laterally i'm gonna move up one okay now you can hit it okay I rolled 25 to hit. Uh, that does hit. Well, goes flying out. All right. Yeah. What's his battle cry? Goes a suck it, you big dirty knoll. <laughs> um, so that's 17 plus one is 18. 18 damage. And it is what mm -hmm. kind of damage with Whelm? It is bludgeoning. Bludgeoning. Okay. So 18, there you go. Um, I'm gonna do it again. He is, uh, he's, <gasps> oh, it does hit. Roll your damage again. Um, Wom flies was... out again and goes, one, two, punch. <laughs> Throw damage. 22. 22, yeah. Uh, for the first time you see blood. Yes. Son of a bitch! <laughs> is what I yell. Am I visible now at this point? You I are. Assume. Okay. Okay. Before Crispin goes, he is going to take a... Um, he takes a... Uh, a strange action where he does two bites in quick succession on Marquail and Crispin. One, two. Okay, so on Marquail, you take 19 piercing damage. Uh, what did he, like, uh, what he, did he, he bit he bit you he bit rolled 35 okay yeah yeah that hits um 19 and crispin uh 22 hits yes yes you take 13 piercing damage i don't know if you're you're uh you're not your damage is not coming through here how, how much damage have you taken crispin never raged oh you? no i haven't raged yet but i still have 119 temporary hit points yeah, your total is 373. It's showing that here. Yeah, it should be going down, though. It, it should be it's connected. not going down on the, the, that's what I'm saying. Like, it includes your temporary hit points here in the pool. So you, all your damage has not been applied on the screen. Okay. Um, I'm not sure why, but I'll try to figure that out. Um, 
because I did have 150 temporary hit points. I'm down to 119 now. Okay, so... Plus the 223, because I had one damage point from something else. Yeah, okay, so... His, his bar has only really gone down once he starts losing his actual hit points. No, it's not. I see 373 as his total pool. Hmm. On the... Uh, 30, 31 hit points, or 32, whatever. You took one, 119 out of 150? I still have 119 out of 150. I've taken another damage. You've taken how much damage? 31? Uh, yeah, 31 total. Okay. That's all you've taken? Yep. Okay. Um, so with that bite, I need both of you to roll a constitution saving throw. Uh, not natural 20. And a uh, 26. Okay. Um, you both are resist the paralysis again. Okay, now it is your turn, Crispin. Crispin, then Marquail. Awesome. So the very first thing I'm going to do is rage. <laughs> okay, I figured. And then I'm going to use the Great Weapon Master feat to attack him. And since I do have temporary hit points, I still have advantage. That's uh, 18 to hit. Uh, unfortunately, the, the first attack you do since you rage is uh, uh, does not hit. Okay, so I will not use a Great Weapon Master V this time, and I will just attack him. And that is a 28 to hit. Oh, that's a good token for rage. I don't oh, know. I like this one for you. That's rage. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, I like that. Um, I'm not sure if it counted my rage damage for that. Wait, did you roll an extra I, 20? There was a four no, in there. It, if you it look, keeps you... adding extra damage. It was 19 plus four. Yeah, that's, that's a four. Oh, that's a, it, yeah, 23. it's a 23. Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, so it, does, it just does the normal damage, but if you did, like, slashing critical or brutals some barbarian has those so he takes uh 23 yes okay oof okay first attack is successful and cuts into him um second attack that, that was the second attack oh that first was second attack, attack. first attack yeah. all yeah. right um mark whale are you are you staying there or are you moving I'm gonna stay there. I'll move up into his face. I mean, I'm well, you're you're right it, you're right in his face. You two are directly from. I can't. The stairs is the problem. Like I can't move. Oh, I can move you closer. There you go. Now we're there. Now we're right. That works. Yeah. All right. The, the stair behind you is uh, weird. But he ran right up to you guys there. Um, That's perfect. Yeah. I have a question. Can I get behind him at all? You cannot. You cannot pass him unless you can magically pass him. Okay, that screws with things. Slightly. Oh, only slightly. Um, I think I have room for a large beast in here. Not here no. where you are, but you have room for it. Okay, okay. With my Tell me what you're trying to do, and I'll make I'll figure it out. I would like to polymorph into a giant scorpion. 
okay, then what would happen is if you did that, um, both Crispin and the beast, God, I can't move him in five foot increments. It's just not working. There's got to be a way to do it. As I said, whatever the Mac equivalent of alt shift, you press and hold that while you move the creature, you can move it anywhere you want, regardless of the grid. So maybe- I don't know. Command shift, I don't know. Maybe it's I, not working. So anyway, Crispin, you're you're both moved like this and Mark Whale is, you're becoming a what? Giant scorpion? Yeah. Would I still be able to attack him like on my next turn? with this well your next turn sure okay cool so i'll do that okay hold on um is there an icon oh eh, there isn't a giant scorpion thing but i'll i'll transform the at least put the the token in place i don't have an icon for Um, I'll put I'll put that in place for you for next turn. Um, right, okay, well, that's all I can do. It is his turn. Um, uh, there we go. Um, give me one second. I'm gonna I'm putting the giant scorpion in place here. <laughs> okay. Um, I will give you control over that when it is your turn, Mark Whale. I don't have an icon for the giant scorpion, but that's how big you are now. Um, okay, so... Uh, he got pushed back because of the size of this giant beast. Um, he is going to uh, do three flail attacks against you, Crispin. Okay. All right. Um, each one of these, because you are... Um, okay, so... Uh, 20, 21, and 20. Okay, so those are all hits. 31, um, 43 bludgeoning damage, but because you're raging, cut in half, so you take 20. Um, I'm going to just do it on your character sheet here. There, 20 damage. Um, he has, uh, I need you to roll a con save. I don't know if raging gives you advantage or whatever, but roll a constitution saving throw. I get advantage because I have uh, temporary hit points still. So. Oh, that's right. Okay, oh, so yeah. uh, 27, 27, you are not paralyzed. He is getting super frustrated. Um, he does one thing. Um, uh, he casts a... Oh, wow. Someone had some weird... 
feedback there. Cast a spiritual weapon, um, uh, and it is on top of Talfeth behind him. A giant flail appears above your head. Fine. Okay, fine. And uh, spiritual weapon is eight le- on a hit. Okay. Um, is going to roll a... Uh, oh, 14. I assume that misses. Yeah. Wow. Plus nine and rolls 14 on the hit. <laughs> so you have a flail, a giant flail sitting atop your head. Um, if I move, does it move with me or? Um, no, it's. Uh, um, it's in the air hovering above me, but it's not connected. Right. To me. And uh, he is um, going to, to try to bite Crispin as well. It was right in front of him. That is a 21 for 19 piercing damage or uh, rounded down nine. So. All right. That is his turn. Um, Go ahead and uh, I'll end that. Twig, then Bryn. Twig, Uh, all I can do is make a, what is it? Wisdom saving throw to break free of the whole person. Yes, it is. That's a seven. <laughs> we can sit this one out, man. He's he's just he's just like, eh. You know, if you were still possessed by the demon, this would have been the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, okay, so Bryn and then Zilpit. I deserve it. I deserve it. <laughs> no. Okay. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna move uh, so I can see him. And I'm going to shoot him with, let me just check if I still have it. I'm going to use my plus three arrow uh, for this one. And so that is a 24 to hit. That is a hit. And 35 damage. Ooh, okay. He's uh he's hurting. And second attack. No resistance to what you do. It's interesting. <laughs> the others resistance to almost everything but the oath bow with like <laughs> magical <laughs> ammo. Um so that's a twenty-six to hit. Uh-huh. How much damage? Uh forty-two damage. Holy crap. He starts screaming like Rah! Um, and then I'm going to, so that was five of my movements. So I'm going to take 20 and go there. Okay. And um, that's my turn. He's and... furious at you. Um, okay. So as a, um, before Zilpip acts, he is going to move and he knows Crispin take a swing. He's going to move right here. Do I get to make a swing too? Um, no. Uh, you you push them away because you're big. Um, you were ten feet away. Okay. Cool. Unless your reach is ten for a giant scorpion. Let me look. Uh, no, it's only five. It's five feet range. Okay. 
I will definitely take a swing at him. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, opportunity attack. It's a 26 to hit. Okay. How much damage? I use the Great Weapon Master Feet for that attack. So it's 8 plus 19 plus. I don't know all these rules. Is that a 7 rage? Yeah, 27 plus 4 is 31. There you go. Yeah, that's correct. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. Um, uh, Zilpip. Um, Mr. Z Mr. Piplin Arcusa, I believe. I am muted. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna you had temporary up. silence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna move up and do Eldritch Blast. Okay, roll your attack. Um, twenty-nine for fifteen. Uh, twenty-seven for eleven, and then a natural one. Hold on, call your shot. I'm Yay. I'm I'm shooting nice. for his head, just trying to make him do a backflip. So um, he is rushing. It takes a slash in the back from Crispin. Is furious. Um, has no idea how this guy just he is bested by you. And as he gets killed and sit back to the abyssal plane, he flies backward from the cell just blast on his side, and then he disappears. The body just vaporizes and goes back to the. Abyss. You have wow. uh okay, so you each get five thousand one hundred and sixty-six experience. Five thousand one hundred and sixty-six? Yep. And uh I'm going to walk over to Twig and start feeling along the ground exactly where I knew he was before I put hold person oh, on the, the, so when he I... dot when he got when he disappeared the uh invisibility drops drops I mean it it, it would drop anyway right because okay. it was a magic effect and it no, was that no, was from, it was it was Markwell's wild magic it was Mark I know but it only lasts a minute ah. Oh okay okay so right, I'm going to walk over to Twig Yeah it's only a <laughs> It's Mark only a minute, so, so everyone's this body disappears. <laughs> There's a giant scorpion <laughs> on the stairs. Um, Are you, you see, and, and about a minute later, no. Twig appears in, in appears in existence, like in kind of like he looks like a a really odd. You know how Madame Trousseau's wax museums have really odd yeah. like faces. He's like. So I'm gonna leave hold person on him, pick him up by the back of his clothes, tuck him under my arm, and like hold him here. <laughs> okay He's gonna make him a suitcase so you you drop whole person <laughs> yeah. but you're holding the oh, person no, no 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 i didn't drop whole person it's still in place i just pick up him up by the back of his clothes tuck him under my arm you know like like a sleeping <laughs> yeah, she's and I'm like, holding a held person like a man again. <laughs> yeah he's just like oh, so you're carrying twig. the wax figure <laughs> well you know what you deserve being held in the armpit uh, Mark of Quayle, combat are you, are, you, are you staying as a uh, giant scorpion no i'll drop it as soon as i know it's dead okay do i know that my charm worked 
You do. He, he I, I have him, or I had him charmed. It ended at the end of my last turn. Oh, yeah. so he's not evil? Okay, well, I'm still keeping hold person on him so he knows better and doesn't fuck with the book again. Is the book still there? It is still there. Guys want to do it, it does again? Does it look disturbed at all? Um, Did you just say you guys want to do it again? Okay. It you guys does, go first. Bryn yeah. is hurting everyone out of this room. <laughs> I think we should do it again. That was a fun experience. Maybe yeah, it was. Uh, Sariel, why did you like sit this one out, Sariel? I mean, come on. We could have had, and we could have needed your help. Could have used your help. Sariel walks through the door and goes, "What are you guys doing? I was, <laughs> I was doing a short rest. What are you, what are you doing? What happened? What, what is that? Are you seriously is, just resting for the last ten minutes?" Yeah. What, Did you uh, take a nap? what happened? No, I told. If you guys go rushing off into things, you know, I'm still. He's still here, looking in around the room. <laughs> so All he right. he, he was okay. in the he was in Let's... the bedroom, and he just walks through, and he goes. She. She goes up through the door and and just walks through everything because it's all disabled, not having any idea there was a trap nothing and just walks in like hey guys what's going on why does everyone look like and she sees why is twig under your arm (laughs) because he's grounded for the next couple of hours oh you would have thought that your twig senses tingled oh He, he just he just activated some demon from the book and he became possessed and he was going to start hurting everybody. Wait, 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 wait. You did what? He did do what? You, do you not see this giant demon body? Um, No, because it disappeared into the abyssal plane on death. Oh, crap. It, okay, it, well. I, I'll actually, I should probably remove that. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. He did not see it because it's not there. And uh, end combat. He, he should technically see that all his teammates are hurt, though. Uh, He does see that. Um, so looking around, like, why, why is everyone, you guys look terrible. All right. Don't touch the book. The book is possessed. It possessed. What? what? Oh, not so good. Twig started literally didn't us, see the book. Demon came out of the book. No touchy. Or I'm going to hold person. You too. D- what? All right. Well, I, let, I, let's I, go. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let's, I know. I, hold I on. Why are you guys always rushing ahead? Um, There's no time like the present. Um, and goes. Do you see another chest? Hold on, just a second. Uh, Maybe we can unwrap the chest. It'll be the present. You just see Twig's eyes moving wildly. Does mass healing word, so everyone heals four. What was that? That was an interesting noise. Um, that is my dice on D&D Beyond. I'm using the new uh, squishy dice. <laughs> uh, I was like, what is that sound? Um, you each heal for 13. Everyone heals for 13. Cool. I'm back to where I started the battle at. Um, is that, I don't see everyone's health bar moving. I, I moved my. I put mine in. Okay, uh, great. Mark has to put theirs. I put mine in. I I'm added mine, but I only actually healed one. Up. And then oh. does cure wounds, cure wounds for. Is this basically 
you guys are, you gotta stop rushing ahead. And does uh, um, one, two, three, um, three cure wounds. That is really so disgusting. Do you like that sound? That it, yeah, really it's my blood. It's my bloody dice on D and D Beyond. I love it. Um, so wow. So 22, 22 for Talfef, um, twenty-one for Twig, and Marquail healed up for that. And uh, who else needs healing? Well, I'll take twenty-nine for me. Oh wait, is Zilpit twenty-nine? All right, cool. Basically, that thing that heals you full. Yep, that does. Yeah. Twig, did you put oh, your 29? Yeah, I did. Okay. You were that hurt? Yeah. Wait. Oh, that was me. Sorry. <laughs> you are now dead, Twig. I know. I have a dead end there. under my arm. That's better. Sorry about that. <laughs> I just have a branch. Um, All right. <laughs> okay. So, so are we... What do you let's let's leave? Yeah, Sarah, can you do your thing maybe? Uh, but yeah, we, we got I can. Sure we where do, where do we want to go? Everyone get around um, me, Samara Bryn. Oh, wait, I'm I'm shut up. I can't, I'm still paralyzed. You can't, I can't talk. Yes, I'm shut up. Shut me up. I'm shutting up. How long does whole person last? I think uh, it's only a minute. Should... Oh, it's only a minute. So he's just been holding still this whole time, just because <laughs> <laughs> he thinks that he's he's still like, paralyzed. I'm, I'm completely fooled. Did yeah. you did you deceive uh, him into thinking he's so, paralyzed? So so <laughs> paralyzed. So you, you are now unparalyzed, Twig. And I'm you, still under my armpit. I'm yeah. floppy. I'm floppy in in Talfa's arms and enjoying the aroma. Okay, so <laughs> you have been adventuring for quite a few days. Uh, the aroma, it's been a while since a bath, so it's not super pleasant, but um, given your strength versus Talfa's strength, I think you, if you want to try to get away, you can. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm just tired. I okay, so where are we? Uh, <laughs> where do you want us to, where are we going? You want us to get back to like Bell Meadow to the Raven Room or Arnonim or? Well, I, I think we definitely need to get back. Let's just go back to the Raven Room so we can get to Arnonim and um, figure out what we're doing. I, I know I don't deserve to talk, but if there's an attack going on in Arnonim, we should probably go straight to Arnonim. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe... did she do that? Go straight to the teleportation circle? I thought we had to go to the... You can go to the teleportation circle um, with the spell. Oh, okay. Yeah, then let's go straight to Arnonim. I believe so. Let me double check. Uh, and I pet Twig on the head. I, I start crying. I say, I didn't mean what I said about your mom. I'm sorry. This is the demon talking. I'm sorry. Do you remember everything when you were possessed? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, no. I think this is... Uh, yes. Um, oh, it's plane shift. It's the amulet of plane shift, I believe. Uh, no. No, she doesn't have the amulet. She just has her spell. Oh, okay. yeah. So I can get. Uh, so if you guys like, I'll get us back to Bell Meadow and in, in our in the Raven Room. Yeah, I think that's what we did last yeah. time. We just went to the Raven Room and then we yeah. walked to Arnonim. And the only reason you were able to do others is you, uh, um, Kaladek teleported you. 
Yeah. It is. Can you do that for all of us, including the Amura? Um, human form. Uh, <laughs> not gigantic, massive gold dragon. Like no, only it is people. you and five willing creatures. Why? One, two, three. And we There's can't do it. Six of us. With yeah, there's six. There's seven of us, including Mark Quail. Yeah. yeah. So. Yep. Hmm. So we can't do that. Um. How about I send a message to my dad and see or, if he can. Excuse me. We got here on my back. We can leave on my back. I like that idea. Oh Let's yeah. Huh? <laughs> You're so smart. Yes. And, and cereal's like, by the way, cereal's so quiet because this was cereal's instructor unbeknownst to him. And no one asked about that, by the way. No one has asked about that. I just want to we, point we that we out. knew that already. I mean, you knew that, but you didn't ask why. Well, we, we've asked, but she's just like, I don't want to talk about it. And we're like, all right. So, <laughs> so Samila, uh, to, you know, for brevity's sake, you've already, you've cleared this area out. You're able to go upstairs and back out to the front. The bodies are still there. Um, nah. you no, know, it's only been, you know, this was a pretty, in the game time, this was a very quick, um, you know, in and out, destroy everything, loot, leave. <laughs> um, which, so, by the way, I'll still be carrying twig this entire time. Are you are you allowing that twig? <laughs> like I said, I'm tired from all the fighting and stuff, and uh, I'm just going along with it, going with the flow. Okay, so I, um, I can roll I a Constitution saving throw. So, Serial <laughs> and Samuel are like, what happened? We heard all this fighting. By the time we got there, you guys were you were all standing around panting. You've got twig under your arm. What what happened? Well, we got to learn demon. what happens when you shoot a demonic book with a firebolt. Should we shoot it again? Because that was really kind of fun. <laughs> I can do that. I like Zopip. You are outside now. It's you can always go, go back. Home. I mean, you have agency. You can always go back and do this. I mean, you had your I eye on the book. I had my eye on those <laughs> candles. Okay, where would I you like? Miss where would you like? Candle. Where would you like to go? <laughs> We can put the candle on someone else. <clears throat> Probably try and go to Arnanum because yeah. that's where the next clear and present danger is, ma'am. Um, or it doesn't fly, make sense. Uh, first of all, the... I'm not flying to Arnanum. Hold on, and we she can... steps. She tells you to hold. She steps away and transforms into an ancient gold dragon. You've seen this transformation before, but it's still amazing from this attractive human to like this massive beast. Well, we're close and, to the and, stars. And you hear, well, oh, so much better. Uh, where are we going? Why well, would we go into about... the dust? Why don't we just go to our nearest teleportation circle? Well, because they have a teleportation circle there. Oh. Okay. And it's very close it is close it is actually very close that's how you got here um okay so um you hop on and you have this beautiful now familiar everyone's grabbing onto a spine and it's very comfortable ride she does not do any diving or 
you know, she's a long, slow ride through the through the valley between these mountains. You see um, a little smoke rising out of one of the mountains and looks over, avoids that, and goes all of a sudden within an hour and a half. The flight speed is so fast. You start approaching the sanctuary of fallen stars that you came from um, and land on the roof um, with a kind of a a big a big sound and um, Ladria comes up the stairs looking like what oh hello well I guess uh I guess you were successful. And Beamer uh, looks at you all, goes, I think you're safe here. I'm going to head north. Marquail, come with me a second. All right. I'll go with her. Go with ma'am. Um, would you give us some time, please? And she looks at you pointedly. Ladry goes, come on, come on. And you guys all go inside. Um, why is the, anyway, why is you carrying him? Is he hurt? No, he's, uh, been a little naughty lately. So he needs to learn his place. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I've got some food prepared and it's going to be hard for him to eat. So let's go downstairs and they take off. And Rick is actually asleep like, by now. He's, he's <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> oh my God. So, so <laughs> all right. So you, uh, uh, you guys head downstairs and Beamer talks to you. You, Mark Whale. He goes, so glad you're back. Please stay in touch and let me know what you what you find out. I, I'm concerned of the statement we heard from the dead body. Why they keep targeting you. So do you have the ability to send me messages? I, I, I nudge Bryn and I say, you should give Bryn Morrow one of those stones from our quail. We're gone. Yeah, it's you're the two of them up there. So well, we she's, she's, she's just asking how, like saying, let's stay in touch and what happened to you in there? Nothing much. There was just darkness and the interrogation, but other than what? that, it was how, you know how long you were gone? Months. What did it feel like to you? Uh, DM, what did it feel like? It, you, there was no sense of time. Okay. I, I couldn't even tell you. It was just darkness. And, uh, well... I'm going to head back home. I will, 
I'll keep an eye on things from a safe so distance. And uh, let me know if, if I need to be of any help. And she reaches down and just like nudges you, you know, very affectionately. And she turns, just gives you a, a, a look and you actually see a tear from the dragon's eye as it turns and pauses for a second and takes off heading north. So All right. with that, well, let's end this episode. And you guys, fantastic, unexpected um, second half battle. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Dang! You would have got that much experience just from getting home, but there's another way to get it. We just bad, bad You know, just you wouldn't have got that much just from going back and like checking in and you know everything you accomplished. Awesome. All right, see you next week.